The mayors in black want you to know that we think black lives matter. People of color matter. LGBTIQA plus lives matter. People with disabilities matter. We think all populations that have been systemically oppressed matter. We hear you. We see you. We know we benefit from these systems and we want to be better allies. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to Mares in Black. This is the Model Horse Podcast for hobbyists by hobbyists. This is show number 90, the August Briarfest wrap-up for 2022. I'm Jackie, and I am joined here today by my ever-loyal servant who does my every bidding and my every whim, Heather. This is Dobby. <laughs> Please give Dobby a sock, master. Absolutely not. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Heather. How are you doing? I'm good. How, how are you? I'm how good. How was good. your Briar Fest, Jackie? Top five, maybe top three. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Good Briar Fest. I had a really I, good one, too. So I think not coming into Briar Fest already exhausted is was a good idea. Yes. Because I think that played a large role in it. Huge. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Even though, even though we had stuff to do, it wasn't like we were worn out from. Three days of eight to ten hours working, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It, like, it was. It was sleep late. You know, do what we felt like doing. Hang out. It was like, you know, it was. It was relaxing days. It wasn't okay. We got to get up. We got to be up at six o'clock because we have to be at the wherever by seven right. and grind, 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 and right. it's going to be you know twenty two right. below zero in the hall and uh, you know. That yeah, that. like, well, you know, I heard Nan went well, and I'm glad it yeah. went well for everybody. I'm uh, equally glad that we had that. We just went and took that time off and kind of mm-hmm. did whatever, because that was yeah. super fun, actually. It was nice to actually relax yeah. at Briarfest, which is unheard of. And, yeah, <laughs> we'll get into what we did the first couple of yeah. days before everything went crazy, but but yeah, so it was it was great Briarfest. I felt like it... Um, got progressively better as it went on mm-hmm. like the weather and we'll get to that too on sunday oh yeah was phenomenal yeah that was perfect briar fest weather so anyway. let's get into it let's uh the catch-up is the show so we're yeah. just gonna skip that um well we will we do promise a video game update because we do have <laughs> we do have update. one yes <laughs> That that's coming when we get back that's from coming. Briarfest. That because that's in the yeah that's at the end of it. Um, so we need your nag rags and we need um, your up and coming feature Friday stuff for our social media. You can send those to Jackie at marysandblack dot com or info at marysandblack dot com and they'll get forwarded to me and I will deal with them. Um, our TikTok went a little bananas during Briarfest. <laughs> I posted a like I, I usually only post once a week, but I made a couple short videos and you know set the you know and posted them as we were going and i made a really quick video which i threw the mission impossible music over of one of the performance classes at the resin show and for some reason that got thirty two thousand views <laughs> yeah like i was yeah. she just kept updating me all week and i was like what the hell i was like why and i was like i'm like why is this do i i mean it's it's just a goofy little eight second throw off video. And like, and like 75% of the people watch it to the end. So like it's for a TikTok video, it's phenomenal. I, people um, must be fascinated with tiny performance. Cause that's maybe. Yeah. Uh, the, the other one, I, I did one of the best custom fantasy entries and that one just hit 10,000 yesterday. Nice. Yeah. Nice. 
Um, I've got a video of uh of striving into the park. I need to send you for it too. Oh yes, yes. When we were going, I think going to get the golf cart. As a matter of fact. Yeah. Oh, good old Friday. When I was making you drive bad because Dobby makes master drive bad. <laughs> Dobby had to get the shot. Is what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> We uh, don't have any new countries. Boo. boo. Um, we have a shot at Antarctica, according to Jackie. Um, we do. I thought I had a shot, and then my friend had an was... interview that was questionable. Interview with me to get the job. You can so be too honest, people. I, there is a thing as being too honest when someone <laughs> asks you about being, you know, your biggest failure. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe use your second biggest failure. <laughs> Maybe couch it in terms that are not murderous. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. So the Briarfest show, let's get into it. Yes. Yeah, so this is the Briarfest show review. We're going to start with when I uh, go to New Jersey and it's going to go all the way around for like a, more than a week when I go home. So buckle yeah. up, kids. Buckle up. It's fun. And we'll be right back with the MIB update. You're listening to the Mares in Black podcast. Jackie and Heather, the Mares in Black and the show holders of the Resin Renaissance, would like to sincerely apologize to Stacy Quick for not coming to her directly about the Resin Futurity's 2022 status. Rhea erroneously relied on third-party information regarding her intentions for the show, and we regret the pain that it has caused her. It was never our intention to usurp her show, and we should have been more thorough in our due diligence. We are truly sorry for our actions and wish Stacy nothing but the best moving forward. Anyway, we're back and we're here for the Mares in Black section. It's our podcast, so uh, we are abusing our power and uh, you have to listen to us talk about ourselves. Yes. Um, so our Patreon, Heather, is there stuff you want to say about our Patreon? Uh, so... This is the two-year anniversary of our Patreon on August, I believe, 24th. Um, two years! Like, the show is two four years. years, and the Patreon is two years, and it's amazing. It um, is amazing. So, uh, we're really excited about that. We're going to do something fun for our patrons for the two-year anniversary. And another milestone we hit... 120 Patreons! Woo! Thank you so much, everybody! We are so um, happy. I'm- I am behind on welcome packs and t-shirts. Uh, that is on my agenda today. Uh, we are now using pirate ship and it has made life much easier. So I'm hoping to get all that ready to dump at the post office tomorrow. Probably. Yay. Uh, also, um, for our patrons, the medallion, we sold, uh, most of the medallions that we had already cast and, uh, that we took to Briarfest to patrons at Briarfest. We will be opening probably next week orders for uh, everybody else. Um, so we're super excited about that. And mm-hmm. woohoo! Yay! And uh, this is show number 99 that we've done because our special episodes don't get numbers. Is right. that correct? Yes. So while this is show 90, like of, a reg- of the regular broadcast, we have done 99 Mirrors and Black. Uh, podcast so yeah. next next podcast is 100 and it's probably like 300 hours of material 
Well, I mean, if you think back to the early ones where we were just talking about everything that blipped across the internet and they were four hours long and we only did them like once every six weeks. Jesus. Yep. (laughs) But it was a four hour show. It was fun. (laughs) But it was long. But it was long. It was a lot to do. Woo. Uh, Anyway. So, um, all right. Should we get into it? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take a small break and into the Briarfest wrap up we will go. So get a sandwich, get a drink, and let's go. The Mayor's in Black Podcast. We are back with the Briarfest wrap up. Briarfest 2022. The um the theme was Prost, which, you know, is an Oktoberfest German theme, which we were both super excited about. Yes. It was also uh, the return to in-person Briarfest. Yes. Also very excited about. Yes. Mm-mm-mm. And uh, we started off with, uh, I finished work on Thursday and you arrived on Friday. Yeah, so normally kind of our pattern has been the last few live Briarfest and it's, you know, not all the time, but most of the time I will fly to New Jersey. Me, Jackie there, we have a couple of days to pack the car and do whatever we're going to do for what, you know, for what's going to happen at Briarfest. And then we drive down together because it's like a 10 to 12 hour drive. So it's super fun to road trip. Yeah. So I flew in, I flew in Friday. I usually fly in Saturday, but I flew in Friday this time. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, we, she picked me up at the airport, which was pretty cool. And I had a new giant ass suitcase. Yep. (laughs) Because she normally brings this little tiny overnight bag that I do not understand how she packs things into. So today, this year, she brought a giant suitcase that fit everything. Well, normally we do laundry halfway through. I will do laundry halfway through on like Thursday. But the way our schedule was laid out, it was just going to become so busy by the time I would need to do laundry that the laundry was not going to happen. So, yeah, I was just like, I'm going to take a big spinner, hard sided suitcase and put in a whole week of clothes. So that's what I did. Yeah, we just did laundry. when We got back. <laughs> right. <laughs> like all of our laundry was in the big yes. suitcase and it was going to explode. Yeah, that was actually good because uh, while we were there, like my suitcase fit into yours. Yeah. So we did that. And then we just packed the clean clothes in my suitcase and the dirty ones in yours and just threw everything in the wash. We got yeah. That was good. Yeah. That worked. Oh my gosh. Um, so that we got stuff ready for the show. We put all our goodie bags and nonsense together. So yeah, I sent, as I think we've talked about before, I sent Jackie like 10 billion Amazon boxes full of, and uh, Oriental Crap. Trading Company full of <laughs> stuff to give away and put in gift bags and all that kind of nonsense. So we spent, uh, we spent, before like, we left, we just grabbed some wine and just started, you know, factory doing, you know. Uh, I think we got that all done on Friday night, though. Yeah. Because Saturday we had people all over, but. I thought the charcuterie party was Sunday. That was Saturday. Mm-mm. Anyway, doesn't matter. Oh, maybe it was Sunday. I, don't I think know. it was Sunday. Um, okay. And I think we did all the, the packing. No, we did. It was Saturday because uh, I threw everything in the... F- all right, it doesn't matter, really. It doesn't matter. Really. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Because <laughs> I thought McKinsey couldn't come over unless it was Sunday, so... Okay. But at any anyway, rate... One so of those days. <laughs> we, we, were, we had gift bags for the show, 
uh, mm-hmm. our show that went Thursday. And so we packed all those with like candy and little baby, you know, Stein shot glasses and necklaces and beads and, beads and, and stickers and-, and buttons and blah, 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 blah. And then we also got um, plastic Steins, big, like real size with our uh, with our logo emblazoned on and we filled that with candy and rubber ducks and all sorts of stuff for our patrons so which i still have a lot of those (laughs) (laughs) everybody gets a rubber might be giving those away during the year but we figured you need a beer stein when you come to briar fest for pros right you need a beer stein and a rubber duck yeah um so yeah so we got all that knocked out um we ran around and did errands and uh, then we had a charcuterie party for uh, the New Jersey faction that could make it. Yeah, it was kind of spontaneous. We had Beth Rappelier came uh, down from New York, which we haven't seen Beth in years because she I hasn't know. been able to go to Briarfest. Yeah. Um, but we had Beth, we had uh, Mayor uh, Lanzafane and Mackenzie Purdy, um, and we sat around and ate cheese and drank wine. And, and gossiped. It was quite nice. And gossiped, yes. It was great. Um, and Beth brought me a briar pin, like a really old briar yeah, pin. Yeah, it was one of those old running yeah. stallion briar pens, like vintage. Oh, yeah. So, like, and I ha- now have an Ida bag, which if you don't know what that is because you're not into anime. Um, it's a it's a handbag that has a plastic window on it. And then there's an insert so you can stick all your enamel pins or whatever goofy crap you have in. So I have a couple of inserts because one is all briar stuff and i have one that's all zelda pins and i have working on one that's all weird owl stuff um but ita apparently is japanese for cringe (laughs) who's not into anime i'm not into anime are you kidding i was not i was talking in general you not us but people listening to the show who may not be familiar with what this is um but yeah it's a base it's a bag with a clear plastic panel you can show your pins off and not worry about using that's a dope purse yeah so this pin went right onto my briar fist. <laughs> Thank you, Beth. That was cool. Yes, very cool. Mm. Um, so the only other thing that happened that I thought was hilarious is so there's this mattress that Jackie's had for ten thousand years, air mattress, right? And well, I, I don't have it anymore because we. This is it. the story. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, but this 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 is a year ago. Just putting that, you know. So I, so this mattress is what would you say? 25, 20 years old, something like that. No, no, it's not that old. It's probably 10 or 15. Anyway, it had a little pump that you could turn on and it would blow up the bed. It was very simple. And finally I managed, somebody managed, I think I managed to finally kill the bed. Um, It was a 10 or 15 year old air mattress. Right. It came from Bed Bath and Beyond. It it served its duty. So we had to get another one. (laughs) Jackie. So I actually have some more information that we didn't have at the time. <laughs> well, let me finish and then you can tell okay. us because it's funnier this way. So we it get, is funny. But so geez. Dave buys the new mattress because Ethan, his best friend, is staying over. Right. And, you know, they don't have anywhere to put him. So they get a new air mattress. So we're like, Jackie says, we have a new air mattress. And we're both like, yay! we get downstairs and you have to manually pump the air so i was told that this is so i was told that this was ethan's bed so i'm not clear as to whether dave purchased it or ethan purchased it but honestly in either case the hand pump makes sense so uh anyway like my first moment the first thing i did i think before we left for briar fest was i went on amazon and bought a twin size bed that plugs in and blows up and if you leave it plugged in has a usb thing on it so you can charge your phone yeah 
Yeah, like, like watching her like pump this mattress and cuss. I was almost in the floor. It was she'd be like, <laughs> it's not always obvious, but I really have a potty mouth. <laughs> like I swear a lot. Who's it? Who Betty Murphy used to tell? Phil Florin, Florin, Phil. Yeah, like. I, you know, I probably could have had a job on an oil rig just fine and had people gone, oh, my. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway. it's a good thing she bought that mattress because then we came back exiled because of COVID and we had to both sleep. <laughs> we both had to Well, we slept on that mattress because it was the big one because the new one's just a twin size. Right. We wouldn't have both fit on it. But yeah, right. we had to sleep in the basement together. <laughs> it was so romantic. It was. Because the reason for that is... <laughs> Don't be got the to weekend sleep after, master. The weekend... <laughs> Weekend, the weekend after Briarfest, Dave and I were set to go to Minnesota. Sure. Like, yeah. So, yeah. It's like, I I don't know why we have a house sometimes because it's just where we keep our crap. <laughs> we're never here. <laughs> but anyway, <sighs> anyway, we have a mattress now okay, that I can so just plug into the wall, push a button, and go. Day. Yay! Yes, I like driving day, and you can charge your phone. It's, and you can charge your phone. We now the. So this was Navi's first, um, you know, big road. Well, this is Briar Navi's Fest. second big road trip, but first, first Briarfest. Um, so we took I approve uh, of Jackie's new car. It has, not that I had a problem with Max or Max's uh, Bernie follower, uh, Bernie, yeah. but Bernie and Max would get into West Virginia and cry. Because of the yeah, the, P- the PT Cruiser is a neon on it with a much bigger body on it, so it's underpowered. <laughs> Meanwhile, <sighs> while with Jackie and Navi, when we're going down down hills, she has to look at her speed or she'll start doing ninety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We broke ninety <laughs> a couple of times, and it didn't feel like we were doing ninety. I, I was like, "Oh, girl, you should slow down." Like, so yeah, I got to drive that. Navi a couple of times, and I approve. Yeah, Navi's a good car. Jared liked Navi as well. Yeah. So anyway, Navi's a Subaru Outback. If anybody's at wondering, uh, I'm now the cult of Subaru. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we drove. What what time we got? We stopped for lunch. We, we stopped for lunch at an Outback. Um, which is where we realized my I had to upgrade my phone like a couple of weeks before Briarfest because I had an iPhone eight and it was just not holding a charge anymore. I was like, this isn't acceptable. Um, so I now have an iPhone thirteen. Um, and it has separation anxiety for every other Apple device I own. So I have an iPad, too. And when we get 20 feet away from the iPad, I get all kinds of notifications about how we have abandoned the iPads. <laughs> like, like, it would yell at her constantly, like, where's your constantly. iPad? Where is your iPad? <laughs> where's the iPad? You left it back here. I'm like, I know it's in the car. It's okay. <laughs> But, uh, oh but yeah, Lord. we stopped the, stopped the Outback, had lunch, got to the Chin at about, I think, six. Six-ish? Yeah. And, like, it was already going. The party had oh, already yeah. started. And so I have <laughs> I have this thing called the first person you see at the Chin, right? And we coined this. I would be careful, Heather. <laughs> no names. No names. <laughs> yeah. The first person you see at the Chin is always somebody you hate. Or that hates well, you. I, or what I or say, same thing. Like I think that same that happens with us. I, my say, I say is like because I was the first person Leslie Kathman saw at the chin. Uh, well, we were the first people Tiffany saw, and she came up to me and said, "Jen Buxton said you first person you see at the chin hates you." And I looked at her, I was like, 
<laughs> I I say the first person you see sets the tone. Oh, well, I uh, mine is the first person you see you hate and yeah, it, it often is. I, saw, I often am like Ugh. I won't say I hate this person, yeah, but I will yeah. say they get on my nerves. So, yeah, it's like, oh, dude. So, you know, I don't but wish I don't, after- I don't wish them evil or anything. Just no. I don't care. We kind of moaned to ourselves. Yes. So, um and then immediately after that, uh Club California saw us <laughs> and almost caused an accident. <laughs> we love Club California. We do love Club California. Uh, they were driving the biggest white van I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> my Mormon friends call those Mormon assault vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> but that was uh, Katie Niles and Robbie Ramirez and Julia Ward. Julia Turner. Julia Turner. Um, and I want to say they had another person. Well, they had other people at the Airbnb, but I think it was. Yes. And they were also carting Kylie's uh, octopus. Yes. Horstipus. Uh, Horstipus. <laughs> Equipus. No, wait. <laughs> what, what did she call it? I don't remember. Uh, uh, e- Octoquine? Octoquine. <laughs> but uh, for German, you could have called it a fairtipus. Oh, I like that. <laughs> um, so we got all our crap in our room. Uh, yes. Robbie, uh, Robbie put himself in our service to hang our decorations. You want to talk about Dobby? Robbie was Dobby. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, start... anything. Robbie, would you carry this craft for us here, guys? Okay. Hey, do like, you want me right. to put up your de- like? He was great. We owe him. He was great. He hung up our, our October flag, our Oktoberfest flags. Um, we yeah, we decorated the room like pretty quickly, which was good because we never actually decorated the golf court club or the golf cart because. We just kept forgetting to there bring There was so up. much stuff we forgot to do. Like, I know. good lord. But, uh, but there, our room looked great. Yep, we got our room decorated. We put all our stuff away, and we were all satisfied. And then we were like, well, let's, you know, just go down to the restaurant before it gets crazy. Try the new, <laughs> try the new place. Have Which some new food. place is nice. So it's we, much bigger. I think we picked up Yashka on the way because she was helping hand out Nan packets because, yep. you know, Nan started the next day. On Tuesday. So and, uh, it's our party slowly grew to about 10. We went in with like four. We went in with three. Then three. it became five. Because mm-hmm. it was, first of all, it was me, Jackie, and I believe Yashka. And then Christy Richardson and Katie showed up. And yep. then Aaron, Olive, Sermelli, and Sermelli's mom, Joanne. Yep. So we went in when it was just three and we walked, we cut in through the bar to then get to the, the host station because it's all rearranged. And um, there were some high tops at the bar and we, we go to the, the host and we're like, hey, can we just go sit at a high top? There's three of us. And I thought this guy's life flashed before his eyes. And he was like, no, no, you can't do that. And we're like, oh, okay. Like, so apparently. Like, no. <laughs> Oh, you gotta wait. And we're like, okay. And then like and then as we're waiting, we're slowly collecting more people. Um they ran out of food. Like, so here's what happened. It was amazing. Here's what happens. Um, (laughs) you know, the hotel knows about this and they they have like stuff in place. And the old, you know, restaurant knew and the bar knew what was coming. But apparently the new restaurant didn't get the memo. And what they had done was the Monday before, they'd only done $2,000 worth of business. This came to us from one of our servers. So they staffed the restaurant to have a light night. 
And that was the night that like everybody from Briarfest was rolling in and they were like, oh my God, what is happening? So they didn't have enough server. So everything took a long time. They ran out of food. Like our server was great. And she gave us our second round of drinks for free for like, you know, nobody was giving her a hard time. She was just like, yeah, I didn't charge. <laughs> it's just like, um, they are. And, and as, and as like, as they're serving us and stuff, she's giving a status report. She came back at one point. She's like, yep, they already asked me to come in tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, I, so I don't know what happened the rest of the week. Cause we actually had never ended up going back. Yeah. Um, we were like, if it's like this on, on Monday, on Monday. Know. Yeah. Forget it. Although at one point we were going to grub hub something from there. Were we? <laughs> we laughed about doing that. I was never serious. I was like, are you kidding? We'll get it on Friday. Yeah. That would be <laughs> Um, cause the but, room service always took hours, well, but they forgot Joanne was good. They forgot Joanne's food completely. Yeah. Uh, they ran, they forgot something of yours. They forgot some of mine and then gave it to me for free. The bartender we heard was crying because she just couldn't handle all the business and was out of everything. They ran out yeah. of wine, like literally ran out of yeah, wine. Like we had to go two or three choices deep into the wine to get things we wanted. Um, so yeah, they were out of everything, but uh, I, I'm, they had an incredibly funny attitude. Like, they, like I thought our server was absolutely hilarious. Oh, yeah. She'd just she come like, she would just be like, "So, guess what happened now?" And, like, <laughs> guess what we're out of now? But I mean, between them trying to staff for not making any money, which is unfortunate because it's a nice restaurant. It um, is, yeah. Uh, it's totally different than like it is. They've wiped the out menu's the menu's really good. Yeah, they've wiped out the breakfast place where it used to have the the breakfast buffet. The sports page is not gone. It's now located up front, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all gone. There's a big bar on the other wall now and all that. The pool table, all that stuff is gone. So, yeah. I mean, it's just a completely different space. So uh, so I hope they make a go of it because, like, the food was great. The service yeah, the was food hilarious. Was they were just out of everything and they were understaffed. Yeah, they were just like, yeah, we're completely unprepared. Sorry. And we're like, what are you going to do? Like, everybody at the table stressed, like, the tsunami is coming. Yeah, like, this know? is like this is just the the, oh, this the is, vanguard. This is just the drizzle before. <laughs> yeah. Like, but uh, but and then we went to bed. <laughs> yep, we went to bed. Uh, so Tuesday was kind of a laid back day. Yeah, we have no real no real plans. I mean, we needed to go, and we had trips to make. We had to go yeah. to we had to go uh, to liquor barn. We had to go to liquor barn. We had to make our first trip to um, to the Cracker Barrel, um, and yep. Cracker Barrel has booze now. Yeah, like which, which so which is like Walmart. It means the old the old Christian person that started it died, and the family was yeah. like, "How can we make more money? Booze." So, so I mean, like <laughs> everything they have, like they get out of a can. They don't have, like a bar, but. Um, yeah, like, I found there's this no out. hard liquor. It's all, yeah. you know, it's all like beer and wine and stuff. But um, I found this out when we went to Tennessee. We stopped at a Cracker Barrel for dinner and I was like, OK, whatever, Cracker Barrel. I really kind of want an adult beverage. And we sit down, they give you the menu. And I was like. What? There's wine on this menu. I can have an adult beverage. I almost cried like and I had a glass of wine at Cracker Barrel. It was very decadent. So we got to Cracker <laughs> Barrel and. We had, was it, I guess it was brunch, technically, because we yeah, didn't get up early enough for breakfast. And they served yeah. breakfast all day. Yeah, we just rolled um, in at, like, lunchtime, yeah. I think. And we had the Bomb Pop Mimosa, which is oh. a mimosa and has a miniature Bomb Pop stuck in it. So, I don't know whose idea that was, but 
Mm, excellent idea. Oh Brilliant. my gosh. Genius. It was and the mimosa wasn't a it wasn't an orange juice mimosa. I think it was either blueberry or raspberry, but it was delicious. It was so good. Yeah, oh, and, and Robbie joined us for no, this. Oh yeah, Robbie did not, came. He did not partake in the bomb pop mimosa though. It gave me a nice little buzz too. I was surprised. Usually yeah. mimosas don't do anything to me. And it was like, Yeah, it's just a glass of orange juice they charge also, you ten bucks for. Also, I don't drink at noon usually. So Yeah, no, me neither. Mm. But yeah, it was nice. Um, so then we went to the liquor barn and we got our libations and we made TikToks and we made TikToks <laughs> in the liquor barn because um, people do that. It's fine. Um, uh, we yeah, so we got all our stuff. Uh, we got word that the lanes were coming in a, a day early. Yeah, they couldn't cool. take it. So we were. Yeah, they uh, couldn't take it. So they took off. Uh, so and, uh, the lanes got there and unloaded and. uh I'm trying to think if we went anywhere else. I know we went to Liquor Barn. There were like three places we needed to go. Didn't we go to like, maybe we did that while we were in New Jersey. It's all starting to run together. Yeah, we, went to, we did Staple. We did the print run in New Jersey. Yeah, that's right. Um, but uh, yeah, we did most of our errand running in New Jersey. And then we were like, we'll just buy booze out there. We didn't bring, we didn't import booze. Um, we did bring a bunch of snacks. No, we went to Target in New Jersey, brought a bunch of snacks that we didn't eat. Yeah, and we brought um, charcuterie that I kind of nibbled on, but nobody really ate it. No. Um, work says thanks for all the snacks, though. They were very excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's I was like, here. Um, anyway, the lane showed up. We went to the Nick and Norman's location in Lexington for dinner. Lovely, wonderful. You can't, they can't have a big party because it's all like little tables and booths and stuff, but yeah, food was, was really good. We, we Drinks were really good. Yeah, so... We originally planned to have the Mayor's of Black dinner there because I was like, ooh, Nick and Norman's, it's a known quantity mm-hmm. to us. We used to go to the one in Sonoya all the time, right when it first opened. Yeah. I mean, it's changed so much in Sonoya, even from back when we were down there. But and we actually saw part of the cast there one time. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. We went before it was Nick and Norman's. It was Southern Grounds, Ground, which was Zach Brown's restaurant. So, Also a good restaurant. Also a good restaurant. I will mm-hmm. never forget their guacamole. Oh, it was the best guacamole okay. ever. And we won trivia there. That was fun. Yeah, that was super fun. But at any um, rate, so, we were like, we're yeah. going to go have dinner at Nick and Norman's because, you know, we, we, it's got great ambiance and we really enjoy the one that's in Georgia. So off we went. So we went with the lanes, had a great time. Oh, um, so good. So good. Uh, went home. <coughs> crashed. Went home, crashed. Um, and crashed. Then- Uh, and then we uh, got ready for Wednesday Wednesday was going to be a little bit busier we were going to go on a tour um, and uh, so we went to bed yes so every year uh, on the way to Briarfest as we go down down to the horse park there is this big farm on the side of the road called Spy Coast and we knew it was sport horses and we were like, oh, we should need to check this place out. It looks really cool. It's mm-hmm. not thoroughbred racing because Heather and I have some issues with racing. Yep. Um, it's sport horses, dressage, blah, blah, blah. Well, this year we got a tour at Spy Coast. Um, and it was a really good tour. And if you guys are interested in horses at all, I recommend doing it. Um, it was like they like it was like a it was a little longer than what they advertised. I yeah. Think. Well, they said it was yeah. a two-hour two hour, uh, walking slash driving tour. Uh, Mostly we, driving. We were going to make several different stops around the property. The property is huge and crosses oh, yeah. over the the um the road out to 
um, not Iron Newtown Park. Yeah, Ironworks. Um, mm. So, yeah. So it ended up being like two and a half. Um, our tour guide was fabulous. Yeah, she was great. I think her name was Lisa. And she yep. her, <laughs> her husband was an auctioneer. And we were in there talking to her because she, she knows what Briarfest is. And, yeah. And so we asked her about Blake. <laughs> She knew Blake. She knew Blake. She was like, oh, I'm going to tell my husband and he's going to say that damn Blake. <laughs> but Blake is alive and well and still auctioneering, ladies. Yes. They said they said Blake Blake has gotten some of the winds out of his ticket out of his sails, though, too. He's gotten a little older. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. So we drove out there. We parked. Um, we, they have a gift shop kind of meetup area that's right when you drive into the um, therapy end of the, the property. And they took us to the, the therapy barn first. And that was the only place you couldn't take pictures because of, you know, their treatment. Uh, they, have, are, they have client horses. They have client in horses and, and yeah. the treat, some of the treatments are pro- proprietary. So, but there were, God, the horses, just all of them were so mm. beautiful. You could tell they were so well cared for. Not that thoroughbreds aren't, but, there was, but like Lisa went with a bag of cookies with her, and every time she walked in, the horses were like, "Oh, Lisa, you're here." <laughs> <laughs> um, it so we we saw that they had um some spa facilities, some um, you know where they do water therapy for the horses. There was treadmills. Um, there was acupuncture stuff. It was just really cool. Yeah, it was it was really super cool. There's there's a lot of things that they do. Um, you know, and you know, they, they, they rehab horses that have had injuries or, you know, or doing whatever they're doing. You can, if you're local, you can come in just to use some of their stuff. And yeah, it was, it was really cool. It was, it's definitely worth checking it out. And they also um, had like an indoor where the horse, uh, the horses under therapy could exercise their own indoor. And then they had a ring on yeah. the side where you could exercise outside. And there was the most beautiful Pinto Bay Pinto Dutch warm blood in the barn. Yes. And cross ties, and I thought we were all going to die because it was so gorgeous. It was so pretty. And um, but they do a lot of stuff there. They have a uh, quarantine facilities for imports. Mm-hmm. Um, they do do breeding, so that we went to the stallion barn and met the stallions, mm-hmm. who were all very nice and pretty low key. And they reviewed. You know, we didn't see a breeding, but they kind of reviewed what they do there, and they took us in the lab and ran us through all that stuff. And then, of course, they raise young horses. So. We saw the mares and foals. They had a full born that morning. It was like four or five hours old, which we couldn't see because there was somebody was sick, so we couldn't go down. Yeah, to that so end the, of the foal barn. was quarantined. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it, they have young horses in training. Yeah, and- they we got to see a training session. There was also um, one of the uh, a you know a circuit Florida circuit Grand Prix circuit top level show barns is on the property. Yeah. And you can't go there and you can't look at the horses. So because, again, that's another it's a client, right. a separate facility. But we drove by it. And it was a beautiful facility. Mm. Um, and then we saw their trainer training, um, training a young horse with one of their staff riders who all look immaculate wearing black and white breeches. Yeah. And yeah. And they said they they do like internships and they're like. You, they can be as little as two weeks. And they said, you, you know, so I was like, well, maybe I'll just come down here and. Yeah, you. Jackie was like, "What's what's the age limit?" They were like, "Nope, 
no age limit. <laughs> yeah, they're like you got to be. They're like you got to be at least seventeen. I'm like hot. <laughs> <laughs> they also had this other indoor facility. Um, that indoor was beautiful. That they also have like it was so nice and it had a peanut gallery and it had you know the state of the art footing and everything with felt and all that kind of stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also had like a party area in the back. We didn't get to see it, but they were like we host crazy you know, expensive upper class parties here too. So yeah, but they also have things like they do continuing education for right. local veterinarians where they have labs and stuff like that. And um they did a they had a farrier competition they said one time too. Right. Yeah, it's just like and it's just gorgeous and beautiful and Oh, I took so many pictures that are just, you know, I put them up on my Facebook page if your friend was with me other than yeah. the barn the I facilities. threw a bunch on Instagram. Yeah. It was just it was a really great tour. Um, the, the horses were just, you know, I'm a sucker for warm bloods and it was, you know, just immaculate. They had a lot of flavors that were very nice. They also, um, what was really good to me that, uh, they talked about the kind of the process that this place went into from, Mm -hmm. cause you know, it, it was a pet project for the person that started it. Um, you know, and they wanted to get warm bloods into the Kentucky market cause it's all thoroughbreds, right? And they just talked about how they they took on more and more stuff that that there was a place for, like importing and quarantining and therapy and um, taking on, you know, interns and students and training client courses. It was really interesting. And it's also kind of one way that you can, as a big equestrian facility, is how you remain solvent is you have more than one revenue stream. Right. Like they can do rehabs all year round. Breeding is a specific time. Right. Um, especially in the thoroughbred industry, um, they can do imports all year round. You know, there's a yeah. lot of stuff that they can they they can do to kind of just make money all the time, yeah. which is smart. Yep. Yeah. So we, uh, I think we neglected to mention we went on the tour with the Sermelis and Aaron and Olive, and it was just a great time. It was yeah. a little warm towards the end, but otherwise it was fantastic. The only walking really was walking around the barns, and we drove everywhere, like because yeah, it's it was such it, we couldn't have walked between barns and no, it would have no taken point. a week <laughs> so but it was super nice so yeah so you know that's uh, the last tour I, we did i think was millbrook which was you know thoroughbred foals and you know it was super mill fun. ridge mill ridge sorry yeah millbrook's the barn down south from here i say uh, millbrook is the is uh new york for here <laughs> yeah there's a millbrook down here too that's a big hunter jumper barn yeah so mill ridge but yeah, yeah. there's this the spy coast was amazing and yeah. so worth like i think the thing was 35 dollars yeah as like, say, i want to say it was 30 bucks yeah like it was yeah. worth it yeah totally worth it you could pet the um, horses and feed them and oh yeah we they let us give cookies i said like the horse walking by horses were like oh good a tour's here great <laughs> we get treats 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 treats, treats, treats. <laughs> um then we got back and started setting up our show yes so God. we were pleasantly surprised. I thought we were going to have, I mean, Dreyer was really good to work with for the show and mm. pretty much um, gave us everything we asked for. We, I don't think we were demanding or anything, but no. we really didn't get any pushback on anything that we asked for. Um, and the room was set up. I think we noticed the room was set up when we got there Tuesday, but we didn't need to worry about it until Wednesday. And then I was like, well, you know, we should probably see if we can get the keys and set up the night before because I didn't know yeah, that that was going to be it, possible until right. And it's right like there is some st- stuff you need to do, and like 
if you can't have to get in there at the first thing in the morning and get like spend an hour or two getting crap set up that always and actually worked out really well because uh the doors weren't locked on thursday morning (laughs) (laughs) and everybody was already in there everybody was already there hey everybody (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so wednesday night we got the key from uh the hotel manager and we went in there me and jackie and i think robbie helped too and the yeah, we had some other people show up yeah. over the, as we yeah, and just people were came there. to socialize, and we were all just setting up, and it went really fast. It was great. Um, in fact, we had so much fun, we totally forgot our the horse you want room times and missed them both. <laughs> we did. I felt so bad. Like uh, this was the year I had good model horse luck, and I just basically spit at it. Yep. We'll talk about what I pulled for, you know, out of the... Yeah, we'll talk about where the luck but showed up I got, I was like number seven on horse you want list, and I was too busy. I was up to my neck in show prep, and... Yeah, we just totally And forgot. I just totally... We totally forgot. As we're walking back to the room, where they were open, and we went, oh! Well, I think Robbie reminded me at one point, and I looked down at my watch, and we were still prepping, and there was like 30 minutes to room time, and I was like, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make it. It's not gonna happen. Know? Um, and oh then the next gosh. time we, I thought about it is when we're going back to the room and like the line was down to the last five people. They were almost done. Yeah, and like, I and I was like the last seven people and I had missed my time, too. So I was like, all right, whatever. Like, well, guess we screwed oh, well. that up. I guess, guess there's nothing I needed. Oh, uh, my gosh. So I don't remember. We didn't go out or anything Thursday or Wednesday night, did we? No, I think. we. Yes, yeah, so we did. We went to the Mexican place. Oh, that's right. We did. We went to the Mexican place because um, we met up with our friend Morgan, who came in that day. Right. Oh, this is what we're forgetting. Um, so we were so we knew Morgan was coming in Wednesday. We had plans right. to go to dinner. The original plan was uh, Takibana, which is a sushi joint. Um, and then Morgan got in kind of later than expected, so sushi wasn't going to work. Yeah. Um, so as we're kind of negotiating where to go at dinner, uh, Hagen Renneker, Tennessee, opens up their room and goes, "Okay, we're open. The eclairs are ready." Heather saw the announcement, said, "Hey, Jackie, they got the eclairs. Here's the room number." Me and Heather Jackson Lane bolted out of the room, <laughs> and we each scored an eclair. So you know, sorry, that was Providence looking out for us because that was the one thing I really wanted was an eclair. It's like go now. And we got it. <laughs> we got it because dinner was later than we thought it was going to be. Yay for Morgan and, being and, late. And and then we found a pretty good new Mexican restaurant. <laughs> so hooray. <laughs> it was a good it worked out well. Um yeah, so then we went to bed. Um and we got up Thursday and it was time for the resin renaissance. And uh as we said, we got there, we thought that we locked the room. I don't know what happened, but we got there, people were already loading in, and we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the staff let him in and we were like, oh, all right. All right, cool. That's fine. Um, we were dressed up. We both <laughs> forgot about that. How could you possibly forget about that? So we got. Uh, so we, you know, so Briar gives you these T-shirts when you have a job that you're supposed to wear so they can identify you as having a job. And I wore had two jobs, wore neither T-shirt. Um, we didn't wear. The, you know, I had permission to not wear the T-shirt um, because we dressed in blue and white, uh, blue and yellow drindles that were briar colors. Because we found them and we were like, we found them like six months ago, and we're like, well, obviously this is right. I found these on Yellow <laughs> Popkin and I sent them to Jackie and I was like, check this out. So, like, clearly, we need to clearly, order. Clearly, this. this is clearly. a sign from God. Yeah. So we ordered those. Uh, we had blue wigs that I put yellow braids in, but 
Heather. I figured out why yours wasn't staying on. Why? Actually, um, because I didn't because the the wig is actually adjustable, and I didn't adjust it to your head. Uh, I think your head's a little smaller. I have um, a pin so, head. Toby has a pin head. Yeah, well. So um, my wig that, kept falling off. Like, and I was yeah, finally, like, I finally doffed the wig off, like, to hell with it. Which it looked fine without the wig, but, um, but yeah. So uh, we were dressed up, um, like silly people. It was fun. People were people came in and were like, "That's great!" Yeah, um, a bunch of people yeah. took pictures of us and everything. So, um, the show itself was highly competitive. Holy cow! Holy cow! I, you know, I didn't even see that much of it. And what I could see from because I did most of the announcing, and mm-hmm. uh, until I started losing my voice, I was like, "Croak, please help me, Jackie." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was roving reporter for a while, and uh, yeah, yeah, you got some great amazing coverage. stuff. Yeah, like the overall resin large AR was a custom Leonardo. The, the, the medallion table was a bloodbath. Oh, Micros was a blood. Yeah, Everything was, was all crazy. Our judges were so Fabulous. good, so on time. Just we finished up. Yep. Um, we wanted to be done by five. I think we it was closer to five thirty six o'clock. Yeah, but I mean, the, as a level setting year, I thought it went really. I thought amazing. it went really well. There's definitely some things we need to tweak because the room seems very large because it has a very high ceiling, which isn't great for acoustics. Yeah. Um, so we got to think of a different way to announce so everybody can hear. We were joking about maybe just setting up a Zoom meeting and just having everybody log in on their phones. All right. Or just having a whiteboard. Like, because one year, yeah. you know, having a whiteboard and having it, uh, you know, yeah. beamed onto the wall we or need, something would help. Uh, yeah. With, along with the judges, we need a couple more staff. Uh, we had yeah. uh, the raffle with just Jen and J- that was pretty much a full-time job for her. Mm-hmm. Um, Tara helped out and wasn't staff. So yeah. like she didn't get anything for helping, but we appreciate, and Robbie, we appreciate those people helping us out because it yeah. was crazy. Um, but the, uh, the, the yeah. thing that was great is we had no drama. I think all the people that were there had a great time. We had no complaints, yeah. which I mean, Wow. Um, I mean, and and the complaints we got were like, "Oh, you sat me with all the other corgi owners." Like, oh, <laughs> Janice, like, Janice was like, "She, I won't give up." I was like, "Oh God, here it comes." She's like, "You put it." She's like, "I have something to tell you," and I was like, "Okay, here it comes." And she's like, "You sat all the corgi owners together," and I was like, "All right." <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think, um, I think you know, the acoustics is something we got to work on. Um, there, there's just some other more, you know, more focus on what we buy for the show, more focus mm. on the counts. I'm going to give that to Jackie because she's a math yeah. person. Yeah. And, and maybe um, reduce the class list down a little bit so that we can get out sooner. So, yeah, just give us because a little definitely more some classes. Yeah. There, yeah, there's some there doesn't there's some thinking <laughs> that can be done. So but anyways, results are en route to Heather so she can do them in time for NAMSA. Yeah. Um, and but yeah, everybody had a great time. Oh, and so so um, it, it, the uh, COVID. I want to refute this. I actually want to refute this Ground Zero thing <laughs> because it was believed early on in the pandemic that uh, like a physical fomite was uh, important in spreading COVID, and that was actually not shown to be accurate. Mm-hmm. But so that's why we that's why we stopped cleaning all our goods and letting them sit for an hour, like when you ordered stuff. Mm-hmm. Because that's actually not a, an important measure of a transmission. So I think this Ground Zero Fox theory is garbage. Yeah, but it's funny. Yeah, but it's garbage. But it's, it's, you're spreading false things. You're, you know, it just... 
Don't ever be a stand-up comedian, Jackie. Well, I'm not a stand-up comedian. <laughs> Actually, I'm the opposite of a stand-up comedian because I'm a scientist. I was trained scientifically. And, you know, I'm this, spreading this kind of rumor is just as bad as your con as contrails. And it's crap. a joke Sorry. and everybody gets it's a joke. It's yeah, funny. not everybody gets it a joke. Anyway. <laughs> anyway disclaimer. Jordan. Disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. The Christina fox Jordan has is not the COVID fox, but no. listen to this. <laughs> okay. Christina Jordan has a taxidermy fox. His name is Tyrion and he's hilarious. He's <laughs> If okay, so her friend, it's a, he's kind of a soft body mount, so he's sort of a cross between taxidermy and a plush animal, yeah, a stuffed animal. But yeah, but uh, he has a I don't know if you if she demonstrated this feature of him to you, but he has a he has a button in his head. If you push it, he plays. What does the fox say? <laughs> yes, so. <laughs> The first time I saw this fox was at Resin Renaissance, right? So she's, you know, she put him in a class for the wild animal class or something. She was because his skull is resin. Yeah. I remember she put him on someone's shoulder, and I, I'll be damned if I can remember who it was. But this mm-hmm. person was so freaked out by Tyrion. She was like, "What is that?" <laughs> Christine was like, "It's a fox. Is that a real fox?" No, it's it a stuffed was. fox. Like a stuffed real fox or a stuffed stuffed fox? Christine kind of didn't get what she was asking. And she was like, well, it used to be a real fox. And the yeah. and whoever it was was like, okay, and walked off. <laughs> Christine just looked at me like, what? Like, yeah, he was roadkill. <laughs> Whoops! Oops. Um, so yeah, the was, fox got around, right? The fox got around. But I'm yeah. not to, you know, as Jackie got her got her disclaimer out there. I also want to say that I COVID did not come from that fox, and it did not come from our show. Mm-hmm. The first we heard of COVID was at Nan. Yes, that was the first. That was while we were at Briarfest, right? Is that it started? So to that come was out. like Friday, I think. Yeah. Um, so that was the first. Oh, there's a pause. Somebody, somebody on the Nan staff was positive. Right. And we're like, oh, here it comes. <laughs> like, seriously, seriously. So uh, we wanted to talk about the raffle because the raffle did really well, and we're not oh, yeah. sure of the exact numbers right now, but I know it's upwards of fifteen hundred bucks at this point. Um, yeah, because I say I have the cash I, here. I have to. I think go it's convert closer to maybe two thousand, but we haven't done a reconciliation between online mm-hmm. and the cash box. I think the cash box was twelve hundred. Um, yeah, and then we like have that. to do um, some small expenses. We're not taking uh, mirrors and black paid for a lot of stuff. Briar paid for a lot of stuff, and we're only going to take some incidentals out. So we'll know what we're giving to Outright International here in a, in a couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, yeah we want to thank everybody for participating because I, it was really popular, way more popular than I thought it was going to be because we were quite, kind of a little closed show, sold out quick, you know, was starting before all the festivities and people just flocked in that weren't. Well, because we told people they had to be present to win at the right. raffle and uh, yeah, three o'clock came around and holy cow. Yeah, there were like 50 people in there that weren't yeah. in the show. So it was great. It was great. Yeah, it was great. So, yeah, so we want to thank all our entrants, all our judges, our staff, our not staff that helped anyway. 
Uh, our unofficial staff. <laughs> uh, we want to thank Briar. It was a really, it was really great experience. We we love holding shows, and and we thought yeah, so it went pretty well for the first year. So we're hoping, hoping to do it again. Next hoping year. to we'll do see. it again. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, and then after that, uh, we went immediately to the bar and had celebratory drinks. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I think you guys were putting stuff in the room. I went straight to the bar. And drank four glasses of wine. Because I actually, I actually have a story. So like during the show, like Chunk Watts came up to me at one point and he's like, Hey, do you still perform a show? And of course this has been something that I've been kind of wrestling with. So I, you know, kind of start being philosophical. I don't know. And, and he goes, well, there's somebody selling out all their stuff and they have vehicles and they have a really nice Viceroy. And I went, what? (laughs) Hello. So, so Chunk offered to go be my buyer because, uh, uh, this person probably doesn't care for me and wouldn't let me in their room. Um, and I didn't end up buying the Viceroy, <laughs> I didn't but I that. did buy, I did buy a very nice sleigh and like chunk chunks up in their room, sending me pictures. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. And, uh, he comes down at one point with his sleigh and just hands it off. To so, so I have a really nice traditional scale sleigh. Yeah. It's a beautiful sleigh. Beautiful. It's, it's like British racing green. And then it's got yeah. velvet. It's got seats. two seats. Yep. So it's got driver and then you can, you know, have your boo in the really back good. and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> your boo in the back. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, so I I down like I was just there in my dirtle. We, we, we fight her pounding wine. <laughs> yeah, I think I changed. I changed my clothes. No, I didn't. I was just like, yeah, I know why now. <laughs> and Eli showed up, and whenever Eli Hayden shows up, I'm just like, talk to me. And so because he's so funny. And so Eli and Shannon showed up and Jared and Heather were there. And Jackie came back with, I believe, Morgan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mor- yeah. We were hanging out and uh, Morgan was staying at the campground and Morgan invited us over for dinner. So um, you decided to stay and hang out with Eli and <laughs> me and the Lanes went and had dinner with Morgan, which was lovely. Yes. And I Beautiful. went drunk. I went drunk shopping at Artisan's <laughs> Nice. I was like, I walked in there just Eli went with me and then he went somewhere else. I don't know. And and I was just like, let's buy this. Let's buy that. <laughs> Woke up the next morning and I was like, oh my God. How much did I spend? How much did I spend? So we had a great time at the campground. It, the ambience was beautiful. The site was beautiful. It was nice and cool. Um we had a really good dinner. We had good beer. Um we tell, had a- tell everybody what Morgan made. Uh oh, chicken and chorizo, very good. Um, very good. And they had uh, they brought beer from a local brewery in Texas called Revolver. Yeah. And um, I still have a couple of cans in the fridge um because it was I'm not a super big beer drinker, but this was really good, <laughs> good beer. Um, so we brought that back with us. We also had a little tequila tasting in the, their camper, and then all of a sudden we realized it was midnight, and we we're like, oh crap. We have to go back. To right. Whoops. Prior fest is tomorrow. Yeah. Oops. We have things to do. So we went back to the hotel and uh, there was a party going on in our room. <laughs> it, in fact, Eli was passed out on my bed. <laughs> Where Jackie sleeps, he had gone to sleep. Shannon Black and her husband, Noel, and Shannon Hayden and some other people were in there. I don't even remember anymore. But after drunk shopping at the AG, uh, 
uh, we were uh, somehow adjourned to the room and opened it and just the whole world flooded in and then flooded out. And I ordered pizza. And by the time they got back from Morgan's, you know, I was in the process of trying to get people to leave. (laughs) Like Jackie was like, Eli, get off my bed. I know. And then like... At one point, you were saying something about Long Island iced teas make Eli flirty, and he wakes up and he goes, "I'm just flirty." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, true. Yeah, we know Eli. <laughs> I have a story about him on Saturday night too. Too so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we finally managed to kick everybody out. It was uh, it was a really good party, and it was a good party. <laughs> we're like we like have if we didn't to have go any- to bed. <laughs> we didn't do anything to do the next day. We've just been like, let's just go. Let's just roll. Let's just go. All right, we're going to take a break and then we will move on to actual Briar Fest. <laughs> this is just the run up. This is just the run up. Oh, oh, All right, we'll be right back. The Mayors in Black would like to thank our newest patrons, Mila Byers and Melissa Loritzen. And as always, our herd nerds, Allison Paris, Andrea Brigadier, Anne Field, Anne Hudson, Ashley J. Bree Cundiff, Candace Jean, CJC, Chris Walbrook, Cynthia Wyatt Briley, Darlene Stoddard, Eclectic Equines, Elaine Boardway, Aaron Michelle, Gail Berg, Grace Bachism, Haley Walker, Heather Bullock, Heather Jackson Lane, Heather Wisner, Heather Zeiger, Isabel Witten, Jamie Stein, Jenny Lambert, Jennifer Wilson. Julie Ward, Jill Hunt, Karen Beeson, Katie Niles, Kelly Weimer, Kenzie Williamson, Kira Matrajek, Katie Murata, Laura Heidkamp, Lisa Esping, Mackenzie Ferguson, Madison Parkinson, Maeve King-Devery, Mary Reardon, Megan Smith, Megan Rochelle, Mel Boynes, Melissa Addison, Michael Price, Nakani Mead, Nikki Herzog, Robbie Ramirez, Sandra Gibson, Sarah Hampson, Susan Boyer, Tara Rich, Teresa Pizzell, Tracy Calamar, and Yashka Hallen. The Mayors thank you. Post Briarfest show. We are on to actual Briarfest. Actual Briarfest. Uh, we're going to start with Friday, the actual opening day of Briarfest, which we kind of leisurely rolled out to. We we don't. Yeah. The InPod doesn't exist anymore. Not really, really. In 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 the terms like it used to. Um, so it's not, we don't rush to get our models. We don't rush to Well, hit there's the no stores. reason to, like, there's no yeah. tent times and you can just go and show up and get your horses whenever you get your horses. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> um, which I just want to say, I love the new system. Yes. The new <laughs> system was amazing. We didn't, love and we'll it. talk about it on Sunday, yeah. but, but love yeah, it. a plus for our. A plus. Um, so we go in Friday and we go to get our chariot for the weekend for the weekend. Our, um, they gave us a really <laughs> car. 
It's a golf cart. But it was it was not. We've had better golf carts than this golf cart. Yeah, but we also, this is the first time we got a four-seater, I think. No, we had a four-seater the first time we got a golf cart. Oh, did we? And okay. then they changed dealers and the prices went up. So for a couple of years, we had the two-seater. And mm-hmm. then they switched back to to the one that's the doing it one. now, Dever or Dever or however you say it. And so we got our old golf. We took a, a four back because it was the same yeah. price as a two with the other company. But this one was just... It was really touch and go with the, the gas. Like it was yeah, really it was lurchy really... and it was really slow. Yeah. But it got us around. It got us around. It was it mad we didn't decorate it, probably. Probably. Because we kept forgetting to bring the decorations. Right. We had lights and everything. And didn't have to <laughs> um, it, it was, it just imagine it would be beautiful. So the first thing we did was we drove it back down to the uh, visitor center and went to Leslie's color seminar. Which was really great. Really mm. just she packed had... house. Yeah, packed house, and you can tell that her teaching, she went back to school and got a teaching mm. degree, and you can tell that um, she never, she rambles personally, right? And Leslie yeah. will say this herself, that she talks a lot, and there are lots of tangents. This was really well put together. She didn't run out of time, mm-hmm. um, which she normally gets through all her stuff, but but this was, I, I felt like this was so much tighter yes. and, and really well executed. Like, I was, yeah. I was really proud of how how succinct she was you know yes it was it was really good a lot of information yeah um she says the slides will be available later yes yeah uh but it was talking about uh, of course all the new white mutations um what would what else was she talking about uh there's a couple other color new color mutations sunshine was one and the other one had some kind of moon was it moon sparkly name like that i don't I yeah, she explained where the the yeah. you know the it was because they're named after the like horse. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it, they're named after the horse. Really informative. Really pushing the notion that just because a horse looks certain looks a certain way does not mean the you know that's what it is. Like right, like because a lot of things can right. Yeah, things can look the same. Um, things that aren't necessarily DNA you can pass on can can make things change how things look. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really, really interesting. Uh, yeah. So, and it was, you know, it was nice to start out the first part of the day in air conditioning. Yes. Usually when we go to our color classes, we've been schlepping around the park and we're hot and I almost always fall asleep. I did not feel sleepy at all. No, no. Cause you know, you've got this dark theater and Leslie's voice is very, you know, feminine and very soothing. And she's like, la, 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 la. And you're like, oh, I'm asleep. Yeah. But but packed full house, lots of people we knew. Yeah, um, we sat with uh, we sat with Bev and Libby and uh, yep. Stephanie and her daughter uh, Emily, and then I think uh, the California Club was behind us, and yeah, yeah. it was a good time. Yeah. Um, afterwards, uh, we took Leslie and Morgan and you. We went up to Alltech Arena to drop you off at the Cuckoo Clock class. Yes. Um, and I think Leslie had to get, yeah, Leslie bailed there too, because she needed to go do something. Uh, and Morgan and I drove the cart down and wandered Briarfest. So the cuckoo clock class was Vincent Longa, who I love Mm. and he's so amazing. And I felt bad for him because these were box cuckoo clock sets, which I didn't expect him to have made all the components we were going to mess with. Right. But he had asked, I guess, for the little punch outs to be done because you have to break them oh. apart and do the pieces and those didn't get done. 
So he had to do it. And oh God, he was, he was racing with his assistant before class started to get all this done. But what that took away from was him going in and being able to Dremel the, because on those things, they're very roughly cut. Yes. Yeah, so and so a them. lot of people had a problem, you know, with their slot A, slot B stuff. Some people had no problem at all, but mine was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> so we painted everything really quick. Right. And then it was just the struggle to get everything to slot together. So one side would work and the other side wouldn't. And it's all that balsa wood, right? Like you mm-hmm. make um, airplanes out of, right? So the slightest amount of pressure, if there's a perforation, which there were to show detail, <laughs> your <laughs> would break. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I painted my. I painted mine and kind of half slung it together and took a picture of it looking like a tenement in freaking New York. And (laughs) (laughs) maybe a tenement in Bavaria, a tenement in Garmisch Parschenkirchen. So, uh, (laughs) so, but then I'm sitting next to Kenzie Williamson and hers is freaking beautiful like of course story but and of course it is because it's kinsey i know some sparrows were gonna land on it and you know (laughs) carry it away for her like anyway stormy strike was on the other side of me and she was doing pretty well too but me and like a couple of other slobs in class ours just looked terrible and it was like (laughs) oh Like, but I tried. Vincent was, <laughs> An attempt was made. Vincent was a great teacher. It was it was fun anyway. And Good. Yeah. So so back to you and and you went so, to the beer tent, right? So, well, not immediately. Um. So we wandered around because this is Morgan's first briar fest, right. and they were like, I, we we when we saw them the day before, they were like, I'm very overwhelmed. I'm like, yeah, it's like that. <laughs> like, sorry. Welcome to Thunderdome. Um, yeah, welcome to Thunderdome. Um. So we wandered around briar fest. Um. We saw where the model handouts were. We went into the, one of the 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 store. Oh, we went into one of the stores and bought like glassware. So. And like gifty stuff. So I got the wine glasses, which were plastic. So they're hot tub worthy. Um, yeah. I got the big beer stein, which is a big beer stein. <laughs> big old beer um, stein. Big old beer stein. Haven't drunk out of that yet. Um, and the pint glass. And Morgan got some stuff too. And as we're there, the entire credit card system in the nation collapses. <laughs> Holy crap and they're like yeah we can't do anything and so morgan and i like well we have cash and they're like okay we can do that so we got our stuff um but yeah but like they had to shut everything down because nobody could buy any wow yeah and that was like we thought it was briarfest came home and found out no it was everywhere um so yeah that was fun um so then we wandered up to the covered arena and i was ready for the covered arena to be elbows because it usually is and it was not first of all they had some vendors that i think normally would have been on the the tar the, the arena outside so it was there was less there was more hall space well what but things, i think there were fewer people too one of the things i noticed and we didn't talk about this but we went out um earlier before the show to pick up the prize models from cat mcdermott yes. for the resume renaissance and that's when i noticed the store footprint looked bigger to me now they hadn't put the vendors outside yet but the store footprint was the store footprint felt about the same well Okay, so I never got into the Briar store proper where they sell the models. I'm talking about the store where the swag stores. Oh, no, I was but talking about the in the covered arena. Okay, so I never got to that store, but the, the pop-up seemed about, and I know there was more than one, but the one I got to seemed about the normal right. size that they are. Um, but uh, 
So we did, see, so we kind of did that. And then they were like, let's go find the beer hall. And that was like in celebration, like on the far end of Celebration Park. So we had to walk through like all the kitty things, um, uh... which was a little bit of a hike. Um, there is nowhere to like stop and take a break. And it would probably be good if they like rented some benches or something. I mean, I know the horse park doesn't have a lot of that kind of crap, but you can probably, you can probably improvise it. There's probably a way to do that. So we finally found the beer tent, which was all the way at the far end of Celebration Park. Good we get Lord. there. Yeah. It's like 4.30-ish when we get there. And they're supposed to be up until 5. And they're like, oh, no, we're closing up. And we're like, oh, hell no. The guy who we sat down at the table with a guy who was like, well, I'm going to get another beer. And we're like, well, if you're getting a beer, we are certainly tailing on to you. So we each got like the small beer because we didn't think we had time to drink a big beer. Right. Um, And we sat and we just... Because Morgan and I, I met Morgan online right year and a half, two years ago uh, through Zelda channels and uh, f- found out that Morgan had plastic horse tendencies and I happened to stumble <laughs> into their orbit. Briar Curious. So, yeah, Briar Curious. And they were like, and then I was like, one day I was like, look at what I do with my, here's how I express my Zelda with plastic horses. And they went, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> This is not what I needed. Oh, no, this is not what I needed to know. Um, So, yeah, so that's how I know Morgan. Um, So we were kind of hanging out. And this is the first time we've met in person. So we've kind of like hanging out and, you know, getting to know you and drinking a beer and stuff. Right. Um, And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, it's five o'clock. Go, got to go pick up Heather. So we went and picked up Heather with your disaster clock. Um, (laughs) We dropped my disaster clock and my disaster disaster attitude. Yeah, drop because Morgan, <laughs> you know, dropped Morgan off at their truck, went back to the uh, hotel and got changed and got ready to go to the mayor's black dinner. Right. So this was at Malone's, which we all we visit Malone's at least. That's like a pilgrimage we make once a yeah. year. We had like 20 people. We didn't know that um, the live show, the big Briar, Briar Fest open show was going over and like four of our people got held back. Because yeah, like they ran super late. Like they were really like seven, seven thirty. I want to. Yeah, say. so we were down like six people because two other people um, got slotted into uh, Artisans Gallery at the last, the last minute, minute because yeah. there was a dropout. So we went from twenty down to fourteen, I think, with me and Jackie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still a great dinner. We the food was great. The conversation was great. Um, it was great. Oh yeah, our t- our table was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Because uh, we, we Heather and I split each other, you know, we split up and each took a table. Yeah. Um. But I had Morgan and I had Chris Walbrook, who I threatened to fight with in the parking lot over pizza. I think. Um, <laughs> I can imagine. I don't know. Was she pushing the Chicago pizza? I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. She said something. I was like, I will fight you. And she's like, Let's go to the parking lot. I'm like, Okay. I'm like, 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 don't don't Jer- think that I'm, that's going to be a deterrent, Chris. Like, I don't know. Jersey uh, versus we, Chicago. Yeah, right. Right. Smackdown. Um. Uh, we had Karen Beeson and um, Lisa Esping. Love her. Love her. Uh, Karen Beeson's uh, significant other. Uh, oh, Kate Dwyer. Yep. And I think I want to say there was one other person at our table. Yeah, I, I think there was. I had Robbie and Katie mm-hmm. and Danielle Feldman and I'm trying to remember who else came. Oh, I had Jen Lambert. Yeah. Jenny Lambert in her journals all week. And she was so cute. Yep. And she brought uh, going postal with her. <laughs> For those who don't know, there's, you know, like Beowulf, there are other uh, famous, famous models. models like Bloaty. Um, and going postal is also 
uh, family Arabian stallion in the glossy uh, gray Appaloosa. He's not glossy. He's got. He's matte. Is he? I thought he yeah, was glossy. You know, all no, <laughs> no, he's matte. So, so, so he was a, an experiment in like postals. Because every once in a while, the argument about how well you need to pack up bodies comes up, and we're like, the argument is, well, briars are actually pretty sturdy. So, what going postal is is he is a matte body condition family Arab stallion in Appaloosa that was literally had an address written on his body and stamps applied to his butt and was dropped into a postal box. So there was no discussion at the counter and shipped across the country from Oregon. I think, I think believe Aaron Corbett shipped him, dropped him in the postal box and shipped to Jenny Lambert. Yep. And he made it in one piece. Yep. And uh, yeah, she's got pictures of him like he was very carefully set on the the porch. And, um, <laughs> so he comes to Briarfest now. Yep, she had him with him. <laughs> she had him with him. She had her with him all all weekend. Um, and it was a good dinner. Yeah, it was, it was a great dinner. Mm. And we talked, and we went outside. We talked some more, and then we all piled in cars and went home. Yes. Well, went to the chin, which was home. Went, went to the chin, which is home. And then Saturday was the big day for me. <laughs> So, so uh, you start because it's the kids show and I only got up to take pictures and went back to bed. (laughs) I know. So it's the kids show. So, so anyway, Eleanor Harvey runs the kids show and Eleanor is a good friend of mine. And, um, in the past couple of years, you know, I've gotten into cosplay. Eleanor has gotten into me being in cosplay. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to get her to admit she has a crush on Link and she won't. Um, <laughs> I'm positive that's true, though. Um, so, like, in 2020, when we did the kids show on Zoom, um, she asked me to dress in cosplay. So I did. And I sat on Zoom in cosplay. And kids were like, oh, that's kind of fascinating. Um, then last year, it was uh, it was on Pony Bite, so there was none of that. Um, so this year, again, she was like, hey, dress as Link. And I was like... Or somebody suggested it on Facebook and they were like, oh, you stress is like, I'm like, I'm like, no, I can't do that. And Eleanor's like, well, do that to the kids show. And I'm like, I'm like, I have a uniform for the kids show. And then Eleanor actually got Briar to weigh in and say, yeah, we actually don't care. And I'm like, thanks, everyone. So so Link came to Briarfest um, and kind of last minute they were like, OK, if you guys have a family friendly costume, bring it. So what ended up happening was. Heather Jackson Lane dresses Rainbow Dash, which if you want to attract a crowd, dresses Rainbow Dash at the horse park. <laughs> Everyone on earth knew who Heather Jackson Lane was. Um, and Tara Rich dressed as Aerith from Final Fantasy. So we were all in full out costume. Other people had very, you know, crowns or ears or whatever. Um, so we kind of did our thing. The kid show was it was pretty it was lightly attended. Um, there was some grumbling about masking because the kid show was like, no, we're wearing masks at the kid show. And there was some grumping from some parents, but we kind of like set the tone first thing in the morning and didn't have a problem the rest of the day. Um, what was funny was I, I was kind of like doing laps at one point and there was we were like, if they're sitting at their tables, we weren't going to give them a hard time about wearing a mask. But there was a lady sitting at her table with it pulled out below her nose. And every time like I kind of got kind of was making the, the round of that part of the room she would look up see me and pull it up <laughs> like, it's 
swear it. What's the big deal? I know. It's like I'm like I'm like I'm not gonna say anything. You're sitting at your table, not doing anything. I don't give a crap. What you know? You're you're no. You're ten feet away from everybody else. I don't care. But it just it was amusing for me. So I would just make a pass, and she did it every single time. Um, yeah, I thought masking was pretty good at our show. I thought masking yeah. at the park was poor, but you know. Yeah, but it's also I didn't wear it outside. But when we yeah, got inside the covered arena, I would put it on. Yeah, I mean, it's outdoors and it's hot and humid and da, 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 yeah. And I didn't, you know, didn't mask it outside. I was, you know, anyway. Um, so after the kids show was all over, um, I went and me and Tara and uh, Heather Jackson Lane went down to the park with these expressed um, try to get as many pictures with as many official guest horses as we possibly could. And the first one we saw was Danny. Danny was being interviewed by Briar TV. So we're like, all right, well, we're going to stalk Danny <laughs> and wait. And as soon as they were done, we were like, hey, can we take pictures with Danny? And they were like, yeah, of course. So we're all like doing individual pictures. And I we think it was Danny's owner. We're not sure who it was. But they're like, can all three of you stand with the right. horse? And we ended up on Danny's Instagram. Nice. Yeah. Um. So that was fun. Um. I got pictures with Adamek, who was lovely. Super sweet, looking for cookies. You scratched his neck, and he was like, "I'll go anywhere you want to go." Let's go. <laughs> you know, that's fine. I don't care. Um, Morgan Morgan Quest, uh, native son, I was tacked up, and their handler basically just handed me the reins and was like, "Here." Like everyone who was taking wanted to take a picture with that horse, they were like, "Here's the reins, and you can just stand there with their their Morgan." Um, we found Patrick the mini horse, who was enchanted with Rainbow Dash. That's so cute. We have so many cute pictures of him, like, making kissy lips with Heather. It's <laughs> um, he wasn't sure what to make out of Tara or I, but he was like, oh, hey, Rainbow Dash. Well, I up? mean, that was the same at Walker Stalker Con. We had to have Jared guard Rainbow Dash. <laughs> yeah, right. She had every weirdo in the place following her around. Patrick the mini horse, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and there was a saddlebred we met named Jax who was just like, you know, hanging out, being like, hey, guys, come on over. Oh, we also got Nicholas, um, the celebration horse and his uh, part, his friend Avatar's jazz man. Yay. Um, so we got pictures with all of them. Good times. Um, so I had remade uh, part of my cosplay to be to have a linen shirt um, in hopes it would be cooler because normally it's like two layers of T-shirt material. Right. <laughs> And a binder. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good times. Um, and I, the the one layer being linen, I was noticeably cooler because I was a lot more comfortable than I thought I was going to be. Like, I thought at one point Tara was Right. Down. When you guys got back to the covered <laughs> arena, I thought you guys were... she. You looked uncomfortable. She looked like she was going to vaporize. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, goodness. But it was fun times. Um it was fun being Link at the horse park. Yeah. Wandering around. Yeah. Did you, so did like a lot of kids, I know you did the kids show, but did you get a lot of mm -hmm. attention anyway? You and Rainbow Dash? I did not. Um, I, and I don't, I, I think I was told there was one little boy in the corner who spotted me and was like, oh mom, look Link's here and was too shy to approach, which happens at the kids show. Sure. Um, you know, but, um. I did my performance stuff. I my classes weren't super large, so my critiques I thought went over really well. I ended up I only have three classes I judged, so I ended up critiquing all three of them. Usually, I just do two. Right. Um, 
But uh, yeah, it was lightly attended. I'm sure it's part because, you know, it's a weird year. Yeah, I well, if people are going to be cautious around. about, oh, yeah, uh, about COVID, it's going to be doubly mm. true with kids. So, yeah. Um, meanwhile, I went to Kylie's medallion class, which I wanted, I've wanted to take forever and I finally got the shot. Yeah. I haven't probably done workshops in 10 years. Right. Yeah. Um, so her class was really great. I picked probably not the, uh, I picked a head turned horse to do. It's like a thoroughbred with a halter on it. And Kylie was like, oh, great choice. You're going to have to sculpt around that halter. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say. But anyways, I mean, Ooh. it was fun. I like Robbie, of course, you know, because he's a practicing artist, got, picked a mm. Arabian head and was just killing it. And mine looks like a hammerhead shark, but I had a good time. <laughs> well, that's what's important. <laughs> and you also did a You did another collection, another workshop, too, right? Yeah, I did. Because I, I came in at one point to pick up tickets or something from you. Right. Uh, and I think the the key we switched keys i can't remember but at any rate um so i got done with kylie's kylie's was super informative and you know if you it's a great easy way to get people started doing medallions because you just Mm -hmm. you just take um a picture and then you put it um you put it inside like a plastic sheet cover okay and then you uh do a sharpie or something around it i can't remember what the actual thing was but then you transfer it to the clay and then carve and build the clay out on these lines oh interesting so it was it was super informative and it's really simple and and she's a good teacher so i had good super fun time and then right after that was um uh danny boyko's draft halter class and mm-hmm. uh, they gave us um, the the Shannondale in Matt Gray for free in the class. Oh, sweet. And we nice. made these draft halters with a chain for it. And she was really great. All of her materials were prepared and put in labeled bags. And, and it was super easy to go through. And Morgan was in that class with me. Yes. And we... <laughs> I had the dropsies and Morgan was struggling with some of the, we were, we were like Tweedledee and Tweedledum in this class, but we had a super good time. And uh, Christina Riley was on the other side of me and she was just laughing at me because I kept dropping my buckles and all that gosh. So, so yeah, so we had a good time in that class. And uh, then we, I think we met up back with you or did Jared get us? I can't, or no, I rode with Morgan back over to the park that's what happened yes because we dropped off the the golf cart for you i think and got back somehow i don't remember um we went to the raffle and none of us won (laughs) nope nope and then we um trucked off to the auction which was a ride (laughs) an experience um so the auction this year a little different little high it was hybrid we weren't sure how it was going to work but bids on all, all the horses were revealed you know the week before um, in the past, they've held back some that you don't see till you know you get there. But um, there was online bidding open for the past week, mm-hmm. and um, so their starting bids were whatever the online bid was, and then they would go to the floor, and once bidding was done on the floor, they'd kind of go back and forth with the internet until they were done. Right. So some of these horses were starting out fairly large and um, super packed. At one point. I know we were like, do you think we're going to get a $23,000 horse this year? No, 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 no. We didn't think that. And then, then they got to that Pegasus and his opening bid 
online, they go, is 37.5. So we all think it's $3,750. And we're sitting, like, I have a video and Stephanie Misenko, like, looks over at this, the screen the auction guy has where he's monitoring the internet and her face just goes like, what? <laughs> because that number was well, $37,000. There was also, so it was packed for one yeah. thing. The, and we had people hold our seats and I don't know how, because we kept poor, adding people. Poor Jennifer Buxton was holding it for someone else. It wasn't us. Yeah. Well, I told her to hold seats for us, I think through messenger. And she was like, I don't know. I have too many people to hold seats for. So we all crammed in there. There was like, by the end of it, I think there were 15 of us. And, yeah. and, uh, the, there was a person in the row in front of us who I didn't know, but when they said 37, five, she held up her phone. Yes. Every, and it said 37,500. And the whole, like the people that were in the know were like, holy crap. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And then they told and Stephanie then, and Stephanie's face slid off her head. Oh, yeah. It was like, oh, yeah. Like you can see her go like, what? what? Um, so anyway, that that got bid up to $65,000. Yeah. And then the person on the floor. So if you were bidding online, they were going to send you a PayPal invoice. You had to pay by 8 p.m. At this point, it's after six. Right. Um, the person on the floor is like. You know, the bid to, is to her for 70 grand because they were going up by specified implements. And at this point, it was $5,000 um, a job. Yeah. And the, and the auctioneer was like, I don't normally deal with numbers this big. <laughs> um, so it's to the person, it's to the person on the floor for 70 K 70 K. Um, and I know. <laughs> what? I, just, I still can't think about this. And it's the person on the floor goes. Well, I don't have enough of, on my credit cards to swipe that, but if you can send me a PayPal at invoice, I can pay it. And so they're trying to see, and the auctioneer's like, well, I don't know, like, that's Briar's decision. So they're kind of like, there's this moment where they're like, are they going to let her PayPal? Or they, and the whole place starts chanting, PayPal, PayPal. <laughs> Which was like, just what would, like, whenever we had somebody, like the rest of the weekend, if somebody wanted to make a bad decision, that's just what we chanted at. <laughs> right. We were all like, PayPal, PayPal, PayPal. <laughs> It was anyway, crazy. In the end, they said no. The person online won this horse for $65,000. And then there was a second horse, less talked about, there was a second horse that broke that $23,000 yeah, record, too. Yeah. Just barely, but it broke it. Barely, but broke it. And it's always the so, horses you never think. Like, if you had told oh, me yeah. in that auction th there was a horse that was going to go for sixty-five, I never would have said it was that silver. No, we thought it was going to be... Um, the color shift Danny, who went to uh, we Beth know Lamb. who that went to. Beth Lamb got that. Um, and I think I that, that only went for like nine or ten. Yeah, or, I mean, that I was, yeah, I was relative bargain. Yeah, well, relative in, bargain. In, in context, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so like crazy. Yeah, there was. I mean, yeah, I, I will never get a. I will never sure. own a raffle. <laughs> I don't think. Or, I'm sorry, any, I never own an auction horse. Right. I don't think anything went for under five k. Yeah, I don't think so either. Maybe six. I'm not sure. Maybe. But, but I think the majority of the horses landed between five and 12. And then yeah. you had the, uh, you had the special. Had a couple, Mel, couple what, like, went for uh, between, like, 12 and 20 Mel Steinkamp. Mel Steinkamp got that gorgeous Hamilton, and I'm so happy Good. for her. Um, Good. And uh, I didn't. I didn't really notice if I knew who someone else won stuff, but I knew Mel got that Hamilton. Um, and I knew who was bidding 
on yeah. the $6,500 horse. And I don't want to out her because that's a lot of money. But no. she conga. $65,000 horse, not $6,500. 65, $65, I can't say it. <laughs> I, like, it's, it's, a, it's a personal problem. Um, but, yeah, I found out later that she congas that horse. So, oh, yeah. So, I, you know, it makes me wonder who was on the other end of that. Just Was she just shooting the bird I, at her or something? I, think, I don't yeah, know. I, I think what we were witnessing was two people with crazy pockets that were fighting. Yeah. <laughs> I really think that's what but, that was. Yeah, that's, I, I mean, I, it, if that's the deal, if you have to pay credit card at um mm-hmm. live then it really puts live bidders at a disadvantage with yeah. the people that can paypal and i don't know if i agree with that so i mean i think they need yeah. to adjust it next year so that there are no barriers if people need to go between stuff to pay for right their they were like well you can pay for it by it has to be paid for by eight and she was like yeah i can do that but i need to paypal i can't swipe it yeah um but holy cow yeah i can't i can't imagine having that much like just but it, yeah. Yeah. And it's all for charity. And I mean, when, you know, clearly these two people are one percenters and that's not mm. any, that's, you know, that, it is money is, is contextual. I am sure there's yeah. a lot of people that, you know, see what we spend on model horses and think that's oh, yeah. outrageous. It's, it's, so, I mean, it's, it's just about what you have to spend. And yeah. And yeah. Know, but wow. Yeah. Wow. is still, I mean, if you think about. The auction horse I got, I got a cantering Welsh pony for $2,000. That was my auction. Yep. And I'll never own another one, right? But clearly yeah. because of the way prices have gone. But, you know, I almost fell out of my seat over $2,000. Oh, yeah, no, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. I was sitting here with and then, you. And, and then I, I like, had to get on the phone with Discover because they were the like, bank, yeah. credit card fraud, right? So I'm like, no, no, I did this on purpose. Yeah, so it was, um, a, it was a mess. Yeah. So we went back to the hotel you went down for the best custom awards live. I stayed in the room. We actually, Briar did their live on Instagram. So we actually streamed the Briar's live on Instagram in the room. Yeah, I went on, down and Which is kind of nice. Yeah, I kind of like that they did that. And I streamed it for Mayors in Black. Um, and we were having a room party at the same time. Yeah. Because we always that's have That's why both of us couldn't leave. On Saturday night. So people were in and out and in and out and in and out. And we ordered pizza and it was so damn good that was good pizza yeah it was like because the first the first night you ordered pizza it was domino's it was domino's it was the only thing that was open yeah but this was good pizza yeah it was uh, i can't remember the prosciutto and was it prosciutto and arugula Arugula. so good so good i can't remember the name of the place now but i'm a pizza snob and this was good yeah it was great pizza so we got hammered ate pizza and went to bed (laughs) yes Went to bed earlier, I might note, than we did on yes. Thursday, when it was yes. room party one. <laughs> it was room party when we had to throw people out. I think yeah. I had to throw people out. Tonight. We did, but it wasn't like, yeah. people were way more hooted on Thursday yeah. than they were Saturday, which is weird. Um, I will say, uh, Saturday was packed in the AG. And oh, I, I remember yeah. when I was streaming, because I was in and out, I went to support Stephanie and stream it and mm-hmm. get out. But everybody that was in there... As the COVID call started rolling in, that's yeah. that's where it originated. I am yeah. sure in Artisan's Gallery. Well, not originated because we heard about it at the kids' show. At, at no, we point. didn't. Have, we didn't hear about it on the kids' show on the way until the way home. Oh, that's right. No, we heard about yeah. it on Sunday because Eleanor left. Eleanor left early. But on we Sunday. thought that exposure was from Nan. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And so there was Nan, and then yeah. we heard about the kids' show. 
Uh, we heard about the kids show on the drive home because we were yeah, like, well, we heard about everything on the drive home. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Sunday, the final day at the horse park. Yes. First of all, the per- weather was perfect. <laughs> it was rainy and overcast and cool and cool, and cool and like mid eighties, like, yeah, which I like still nice. find very hot, but it was, it was tolerable. It was not 93 and humidity and sun beating yeah. your head in. So Sunday is our day that we normally had our, that's normally when we pick up our horses and we were kind of like, eh, you know, there's no reason to rush to get them yeah. really. So we did our horses. So we picked up our regular stuff first, and that was super pleasant. Yeah, it was you great. Just went through the line, paid for everything at once. Got and our pins. We're done. Got our pins. Then we uh, trucked off to the uh, collector club tent because you could sit down and have water. Right. And there were fans. And we decided that individually we'd go pick up our VIP stuff because you need to show ID for that. So I go first. And I go to where the VIP tent is supposed to be on the map, and it is not there. And I go to the info center and I go, where's the VIP? And they're like, oh, yeah, they packed it up. And I went, oh, they did. It's not even noon yet. And I'm like, excuse me. And I'm like, oh, well, I haven't picked my stuff up. And they're like, oh, well, you should probably go talk to Briar. So I'm like low grade panicking because I've already paid for this. Right. And um, as I'm walking back to the collector club tent with this information, this woman flags me over and she's like, yeah, she's like, if you're here for VIP, she says, I have your stuff. She says, we're supposed, there's supposed to be a very bad thunderstorm, which didn't happen, but they wanted to get the tent down because there were only a few people, you and me, <laughs> who, hadn't picked, who hadn't picked their stuff Us. up yet. Buzz. So they're like, so we just put it over here, but like, just come over here. And she took our tickets. She took my tickets. And I said, look, I have a friend who still needs to pick up her stuff. And she's like, well, where? I said, I'll send her over. I said, she's hanging out in the collector club tent. And she's like. I'll just come over to the collector club tent. So she didn't even have to leave. So I bring her over and you're like, what's going on? What's going on? I'm like, fine. Just <laughs> sit down. Relax. Just give her your tickets. It'll be cool. And yeah, she like hand delivered your stuff. Um, I was down for and, that. Um, Dobby was, that was down that was for cool. that. That was good for that. So we opened up our surprise things. Um, I pulled a glossy silver Cleveland Bay. Oh, we forgot that story. So Friday morning, I'm in the shower minding my own damn business. And of course, Friday morning is when traditionally at the live show, they will tell you what the surprise model is. And everybody's been wibbling about what's going to be, what's going to be. And um, I'm in the shower and I hear Heather cackle. And the next thing I know, she opens the bathroom door and she sticks her head in and she goes, it's a Cleveland Bay. (laughs) I so enjoyed doing that. And I just went, I said some bad words. Um, yeah, she was very colorful. Ah! It was, I said some bad words. I, I like bomb a go-go. Yes, I like the Cleveland Bay, and there's 10 of them now. Um, so I pulled the glossy silver, which was the one I wanted the most, and I got two matte dapple grays. Um, you got a glossy dapple gray and a Wedgwood, I believe. Yeah, I pulled. So the first thing I checked out was the um, the Wyatt, who was Palomino Yes, because that was a 50-50. And they yeah. actually, she asked me, she showed it to me in the tent because there was no line. And yeah. she was like, can you see through the plastic? Do you want this color or the other one? And I looked and I could tell it was Bay. And I was like, Bay, please. So yeah. I took the Bay with me. Um, and then the other two I just took, I didn't know what they are, what they were. And I got my volunteer models, left them, had to go back and get them. And then we went to the, yeah, that's right. So I opened my two Cleveland bays and I had a Wedgwood and I had a glossy dapple gray. And I'm the thing with the dapples on 
some briar models, not all of them, is they yeah. they tend to be really fishy, fish scaly, kind yeah. of poxy. And that wasn't I wanted the wedgewood and then I wanted um the leopard and I think the matte uh blanket appaloosa. So mm. I asked Jackie if she wanted the glossy and she said yeah. And we usually when we do that, we sell for cost. So yeah. So I just handed her the glossy and we'd work it out. I was like, take it off, whatever. Like she bought me a cat at Christina's. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. So we'll both work it. So as we're so at that point, we're kind of like, all right, well, let's kind of like we would did the we didn't stick around for that raffle. No, we didn't. We bit back to yeah. the room, and then I realized that I had forgotten to get my volunteer model. That's right. Okay. So as we're going back the first time, we run into a lady who's walking around holding a a Wedgwood, looking dejected, um, looking dejected. So we're like, hey do you want to trade for that? And she's like, yeah. And I said, and she's like, I'm looking for glossies. So I was like, so I had the glossy Pinto in my possession. And I was like, well, I have a glossy Pinto. And for some reason she thought I said Appaloosa. Yeah. So she's like, well, let me see him. And I unwrapped him and, she, and it's, she wanted the glossy great Pinto. Like that was the one she wanted. And she like freaks out and she's like, yes, let's trade. So I have a Bridgewood now. Um, I then proceeded to run around the whole, run around the hotel and secure a glossy Appaloosa blanket, the, the blanket yeah. Appaloosa and uh, a matte buckskin Pinto. Yeah. Um, yeah. That lady so was we, so yeah. funny. She was, she was, she like, was so overjoyed. She was so happy. And like, yeah, I mean, Jackie wanted the Wedgwood and we were just like, Hey, Oh, you got a Wedgwood. Life looks really great. And she was just like, I don't want this one. We're like, really? What'd you trade? You don't say. And actually, she came out on. I mean, if you're talking money, of course, she got the lower run horse. But Jack, she got what she wanted. Jackie got what she wanted. It was all good. We ran into Jamie Podolaski on the way out and talked to her for a bit. And then we went back to the room and I was like, crap. Yeah. She forgot to pick up her, her volunteer model. I forgot to get my volunteer model. Jared and Heather were back for some reason. So I went to, I like really, they were meeting up with the Farachis. I really didn't want to go back. So we went back to the park because I had to, because nobody else yeah. can pick up your volunteer models. So I got my volunteer models. We sat through the last of the demonstrations and the, and the, the raffle, which I wasn't. Do you want to tell the story about the fan you met? Oh yeah. I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, with Amanda Brock was in front of us. We all sat in a row and, um, oh no, that was uh, Saturday. Um, I went down to the end of arena cause it was more packed in the arena on Sunday than it was on Saturday, probably because it was cooler. Oh, um, maybe. or maybe the raffle horse was more popular that one, the Arab. And so we, we knew quite a few people who won one, but, uh, <laughs> the Corbett mm-hmm. luck continues that all of Corbett won one. So she almost has a better nice. collection than her mom. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which is saying something. Um, but then uh, we jammed on out of there. But the funny thing that happened that I forgot about was we were walking in, me and Heather. Um, I'm not sure where Jared was in this point. I think he was parking the car. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the guy goes, I was wearing my black and white mirrors and black shirt. And a guy was walking up with a, um, a carriage with two kids who were just knocked out, just out. And uh, he was like, where'd you get that shirt? And I was like, you know, looking around like me, my, my shirt, the mirrors and black shirt. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, because uh, I'm a mirror in black. And he was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Are you Jackie or Heather? <laughs> so- I'm Heather. And, but this is also Heather. 
are you Heather's Jared? And there was all this confusion about which Heather he was yeah. talking about, like who's on first. And I'm at Jared in the beer tent. He knows you. And that's his wife. Blah, blah. I listen to your podcast. <laughs> hey, what game is that with the pocket camp? And he was so enthusiastic. That's so awesome. He, he had the bluest eyes I've ever seen. Like, I was just like, holy crap, dude. Um, and he was so complimentary and he was talking about his kids and his fiance and they were listening to the show coming up. And so I was like, well, send me an email and we'll send you some swag, you know? And he did. He emailed us. So yeah, Ron, he's on my list. Of love you, Ron. To today. He says, we're <laughs> going to join the Patreon Patreon. And I said, you go for it, buddy. That was so awesome though. Yeah, it was That's super hilarious. awesome. Like that, you know, we had a lot of people come into the room and get stuff, but yeah, we, there wasn't a lot of interaction with our fans in the wild unless we set it up. Right. So yeah. it was it was super fun. The one thing we forgot to do or uh, Kat kind of hinted that we should go see uh, Kimber together and get interviewed, but we could never make that happen. So, yeah, when she was around, it was just problematic. Chaos. Yeah. So and we were going to live stream and we didn't do that. Uh, yeah, except we from except from the we just forgot like sometimes you're yeah. just you know back to back stuff and i would ask people to live stream and they'd say sure and then we'd get done with like a class or something and they'd be like we gotta go we don't have time so it's just yeah. kind of like it is what it is it is what Fire it is fest. and we're not gonna we're not gonna live stream the parties because you know we'll all go to jail no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah no, we can't do that um so where did we do closing ceremonies dinner that was a new place too we went to the Japanese poor Christine Jordan. So it turned into oh, one gosh, of Oh gosh, Oksana, yeah. <laughs> so we were gonna go to uh we were gonna go to Takibana. Takibana and they usually can accommodate a big giant group of people. They have a very large dining room, they have a bocce tables and stuff. They're dark on Sundays, and we didn't yeah. know that because we never go there on Sundays. So we were starting to reach out to other people. Where's such and such going? I think, um, I don't remember who we heard it from. Do you, that everybody was going to, it wasn't Oksana. It was, uh, Osaka, Osaka and, uh, going to meet Christine and some other people there. And Christine reserved it for like eight or nine. And it ended up being like 20 people. It was crazy. Like, like. This restaurant was the size of my living room. Like, yeah, I mean, it was tiny. Yeah. It was. It, it had was a little tiny. bitty bar and maybe 10 tables, maybe. And let me tell you what a fantastic job they did. They were like, they no had problem. Us in, they had 20, a party of 20 that they weren't anticipating. Drinks, food. They gave us dessert because they thought it was Shauna McDaniel's birthday <laughs> um, for some reason. Because well, she had that um, hat on with the veil. Oh, that's right. So... They had us in and out of there inside of an hour and a half. Yeah, it was amazing. Like, crazy. And the food was really good. <laughs> yeah, the food was, was fantastic. Yeah. The drinks were really fast. The service was great. We yeah. were noisy and ridiculous. And, you know, Shauna was like sticking her horse's head in her dessert. And, yeah. you know, um, like I kept joking. I kept joking to Jen Buxton. I'm like, they're going to get done with this and, and look at each other and go, no more white people. <laughs> because we were so obnoxious (laughs) and then we got done we were like we need to take a a group picture and somebody who was leaving at the same time as us was like i'll take the picture and she turned it she was like actually a professional photographer and she got a great picture yeah she was like everybody make a face and that's the one that went public right yeah it was it was a really great dinner though i sat with morgan and uh lindsey diamond and fabian and angelo and uh, you know, when you get into a table that size, you have a cluster kind of, you know, oh, three yeah, or four yeah. clusters. So 
So it was super fun. And then Robbie, I felt bad for Robbie and, and Katie because they were over on a booth on the side that was divided by an aisle. But we were waiting for Mindy and Molly Berg to come and they ended up going somewhere else. So, <laughs> so you know, the, it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It was super fun. We had a great time. And yeah, uh, it's a good time. Then we went back to the room and started packing. And yes. Elaine's left. Yeah. And Elaine's the bubble, left right after dinner. And the bubble started to collapse. Yeah. We took all our decorations down. Yeah. Um, so the next morning we go home. Oh, we turned drive, in the drive, drive. we turned in the golf cart. Drive turned in the golf cart. That was Sunday. Um drive, drive, drive. Um, found out there was a positive uh person at the kids show. Stopped at Dairy Queen for lunch. Got a got a butterscotch zip cone. Got a butterscotch zip cone. Zip cone. Um Got home. I forget what the dinner arrangements when we got home. We just ordered food. I think it was sushi. Yeah. Or maybe it was Mexican. I don't, I don't remember. remember. But like um, on the but- way home, all the way home, it was like COVID. This person has this COVID. person's this testing person, positive. This person, this this person, person, this person, person. It was like, oh God, yeah. we're a super spreader. So I okay, so I, I kind of texted Dave and said, Hey, just FYI. Um been exposed to COVID about seventy four times. <laughs> we're gonna sleep in the basement because now, when I had COVID, I'm 95% sure Dave did too, but he didn't test. Um, yeah, that's a whole, let's not go Let, there. Yeah, let's not um, go down that path. Let's not go down that road. So we were like, all right, so we're going to be in the base. So we were like having dinner and being obnoxious. And then at some point, like, we were like, okay, d- we will move to the basement. Yeah, he kicked us out. He was yeah. like, can I so, watch TV, please? You play well, like rabbits? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so we go downstairs and we had to use the same blow up mattress which we had unblown up before we left which was a bad error but um and we decided we were gonna play video games um uh, i wanted to, see i wanted you to do a, a co collab because you can play two-player on age of calamity and you were like um well let me watch you play this game and then i picked the wrong thing to play and it was a, an hour a, a level that took me half an hour to clear and at that point you were over age of calamity <laughs> Because we never actually did the collab. The collab. Did we play that um, first? And I, we, I think so. Because you wanted to watch me play it to to get an idea, and then by the time I was done, you were oh, you were you were onto what's this tile on your switch? Um, and that's how you found out about Hades. So I have this game I have been playing mostly off, but off and on since about October called Hades. It's an independent game. It is not a game for young people. <laughs> It is 18 plus. I'm just going to say that right now. Um, Because there are parts of the game that I know about that you haven't gotten to yet. But um, I haven't gotten to them yet either, but I'm aware of them. Um, Because for a while, like, all my Zelda people were super into Hades. And I finally, it went on sale or something. And I finally was like, oh, I'll get it. And it's kind of fun because you can play it and, like, you could just go out and, like, you're trying to escape from hell, basically. And there's, like, four levels you got to go through this. But you kind of like you're gonna die about every three minutes, but you come right back. Um, so it's a it's a rogue, gotta... it's a roguelike dungeon crawler. It's yeah. set in Hades, as in Greek mythology, and Greek you mythology. are the son of Hades. Yeah, you and he's the Greek gods. He's stuff. a paper pushing jerk off, and you're trying to get yeah. out of all these uh, levels of dungeons in in yeah. Hades, and you're getting all this help from all the Olympians. Which yeah. pisses dad well, off, and but and that's that kind of yeah. how. What's it works. cool about it is, though, is like if you just want to go bang around for ten minutes, you can just literally just go do that. Um, the levels are all randomized every time you get there, so it's never the same twice. Yeah, that's what makes it um, a like. And Heather was like, "This is great," 
I need to play this. So now Heather is further along in the game than I am. Well, I still haven't <laughs> beat Megara, but I've gotten all my weapons. Yeah, but you got there fast. I mean, I've been playing since October. I just, like, I was showing you how to play it, and all of a sudden got banged into this room I'd never been in before that was like, oh, you have to survive for 45 seconds. And I'm like, oh! <laughs> um, and then, like, like the next day I got into the Megara, who is the, bo- the, first, the boss on the first level, right. for the first time. Right. And I've only tried to, I've only met her three times. She's kicked my ass back home every time i got a third i got i killed a third of her the first time the second time i got oh, her yeah. halved um I, I, i've seen her twice more and I've, i'm still stuck at half i need to level up some more but but yeah I, maybe i've gotten a quarter but i've got her, so. so i've got with all my weapon upgrades now i've got some of the coolest tricks man nice. like i and and it's good for me because i'm a bad close-up fighter with the actual combat mm-hmm. but if i can shoot oh there's some distance, good range stuff yeah the 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 freaking you know specials are amazing yeah so it's a fun game yeah it's super fun and i just fun, got fun, fun sucked game. right in and then i don't what did you play after that because i was like this after is great that, i'm you going wanted- to bed you wanted to watch me play Breath of the Wild for a while, oh. and then you disappeared at some point. <laughs> I drank a lot of wine really fast and went to bed. Yeah. So, yeah, it, yeah so it's funny. Like, like we talk about how we had all these room parties. I think the, the most I had to drink was Sunday, Sunday night. <laughs> Sunday, was Monday night playing video games, because I went finally went knocked off at about 2.30. Yeah, so... Um, so yeah, so uh, yeah, Jackie and I bedded down together, and then uh, got up the next day and packed and did laundry and yeah, had lunch, sorted, ate lunch, and then I got on a plane and went home. Yeah, I went. And I still have all your crap. I have to ship to you. Like, I still have that. Give either. me my loot. Give me my Tommy wants his loot. And like, <laughs> there's there's a horse. Hi horse. That's your Wyatt. Hi, horse. I'll see you soon, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, we. I also wanted to give a really heartfelt and special shout out to Melanie Miller, who gave mm. us two bags of loot that we can oh, yeah. give away. We have some good um, prizes. I don't want to go down the rabbit hole about how much loot or what it is, but it's some good stuff. So yeah, we have good stuff. So thank you, Melanie. Go buy stuff from Melanie at <laughs> MelanieMillerEquineArt.com. Mel Miller EquineArt.com. Mel Miller EquineArt. Um, so yeah, so, so final wrapping notes. Um, I do think, I feel like attendance was down. I do too. It felt less crowded. It really did. Which is fine. Um, love the changes. Yes. Love it. I, I personally found that I didn't realize I was doing this until this year when I had, could had everything kind of laid out beforehand. Like I knew what I was going to be getting before I got there. I have never had a problem getting the things that I wanted out of the special run tent, but I had a lot of anxiety about yeah. it. And I didn't realize that till this year. And I was like, oh, I'm not wrapped around the axle about Briarfest. That's kind of nice. So my- I know there are some people that like that aspect. Yes. Uh, apparently, I'm not one of them. Um, I have much worse Briar luck, except for this year, for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't get COVID. And I got one. Yeah, of, I how got one did of the, you not get COVID? One of the rarest pulls, two mm-hmm. of the rarest pulls, um, and uh, and I got uh, what was I going to say? My face just mm-hmm. flew off. Uh, I so I I don't get anxiety because normally I just have a whole list in my head because yeah. I sometimes often don't get what I want because my yeah. number 
Jackie used to run the line for me, and without yeah. fail, I would be in the last Terrible group. numbers. <laughs> so I'd Terrible be like, numbers. here's the list. Blah, 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 blah. And if I can't get that, blah, 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 you know. Yeah. Um, Artisan's Gallery, I felt like I didn't get, so I didn't get a lot of chance to kind of cruise and shop this year for various reasons because we were busy every night. Um, but by the time I got to Artisan's Gallery, like the last night, I felt like there was still a lot of stuff. I know I personally purchased a, a micro that Amanda Block, Amanda Brock had on her table that didn't sell at Briarfest that I scooped up later. So I don't know if people just had a lot of stuff or there was just so much stuff that people, you know, the buying pool was not as great as what people brought to sell or I don't know what that was about. And that's a great point because, you know, the money spent at the auction was insane. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, um, and I am not sure if this is, uh, surely some of it is from the attendance being lower. I thought right, it was right. packed in there every time I stepped my oh, foot. Oh no, in I there. felt it was packed in there, but I also like came through and I was like, "Oh, Mel's take take was packing up her stuff. She still had things to sell." Yeah, Mindy. Now maybe she had more because no, a was, lot of people was, had micros. It was the same across the board. Mindy hmm. still had stuff. Stromelli still yeah. had stuff. Nikki, Amanda. I mean, it was. Uh, I don't know how Kylie did because Kylie usually does. She doesn't do yeah, open. one of a kind pieces. Um, right. Heather had stuff. Heather Bullock. Um, mm-hmm. So I I don't know if selling was down or if there was more stock or both. But I know the artists themselves have been saying they thought sales were off. Okay. So so I don't know. But um, the room sales. I didn't do a lot of room sales. I don't I, do it I that much either. anymore. And uh, we had. Some people come in, but we didn't, uh, you know, Heather had a lot of stuff that people came in and yeah. looked at. Um, but I don't, you know, let us know how your room sales, how your AG sales were. Um, we don't have the yeah, best. I haven't really heard anything yeah. either. So, yeah, I mean, you know, some years it's a resin year, some years a, it's more and more to me becoming more of an OF event, which it's Briarfest. Which, so. I mean, it's Briarfest. That, that, that's not unexpected. Um. The other thing I was going to say is um, we didn't talk about Nan. Uh, uh, We weren't there, so we really can't address it um, except to say that we heard it went. We heard it went well. They were out really early. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, We also didn't attend anything for Equilocity. So if people that went to Equilocity or Nan want to contribute, we are happy to talk to them on the show about their experience at those events. We just... Didn't make it to Equilocity, which was much smaller this year because I think they're, yeah, and it was in they're a saving a lot of it and... for their online stuff, obviously. Yeah. And uh, we just didn't go to Nan. Yeah, we just, yeah, we had other things we were doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So overall, I thought it was, it was fantastic. I, I had a great time. Yeah. I got to do some workshops for the first time in forever. I didn't feel... I mean, it got a little crazy on Thursday to Friday, you know, just getting stuff done. That was the big pressure point. And once that was up, we were free to pretty much have a good time. So I love the new systems. Yeah, I thought, like I said, top, this is probably a top three Briar Fest for me. Yeah. It was nice to be back. Yeah, it was great to be back. It was great to see everybody. Like, it was so... Like, I, you know, I know there's a lot of talk about COVID and it did hit some people really hard. Um, and I feel bad for that. But, you know, 
I also feel like everybody I know who's gotten it is kind of like, well, you know, it's a known risk. We're also yeah. like, we're vaccinated. Everybody, you know, most people are vaccinated. Right. You've got a strain that's probably not going to put you in the hospital. Right. It's, it's, it's safer. It's not 2019. Though. Well, you know, I can't speak for the people that had it or got their butt kicked by yeah. it. But most people I saw that addressed it said that it was worth mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, anyway. I can say it's worth it because I didn't get it. So that's not very helpful. I know. Like, like. We were like, oh, God, Heather, you're going to get it. But really, how did we not get it? Either one. Well, I had it a month ago, so that's why I didn't get it. I I probably came into into Briarfest with my immune system completely primed and ready to roll. Well, I got my Um, booster two weeks before. Yeah, so so that's so, yeah, so I got my booster, like, as soon as I could after, you know, testing negative again. But I had it a month ago. Well, the other weird thing is the other part of the Colorado crew didn't get it. I don't know. It's just weird. So, dodged a bullet in at a firing squad. <laughs> Crazy. Sometimes things work the way they're supposed to. Uh oh, and and the last thing that was fun is we were driving home, uh, and <laughs> we're just minding our own beeswax somewhere in oh, West yeah! Virginia, <laughs> and all of a sudden <laughs> we see these people in this car next to us waving at us, you know. Like, what is going on? And then Alyssa from Briar pops her head out of the window, and it's Jamie and Alyssa and Kat on the way back yeah. from Briar Fest in the, their car. And I was like, hey, we're waving back. Yeah, awesome. so apparently what I heard was Alyssa spotted the Team Glossy stick yeah. like a magnet on the back of my car, and Kat looked, and she looked at all the other, you know, insignias on the back of the car and went, that's Jackie and Heather. Right. <laughs> All her link stuff. We had one mayor's black sticker. And she had her team glossy and her license. You had your license plate too, right? I, yeah, I had the license plate ring too. Yeah. It was like, hey, what's going on? And then they blew past us. Oh, yeah. They were, they were <laughs> they gone. Like, Ain't got no time for you. We got to get back. Yeah, bye. This was not a vacation for us. No. <laughs> not that it's a vacation for a lot of people when they go, but it really <laughs> technically was not it's, a vacation. It's work for them. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's wrap this up because I got to do other things. My watch is... Priorities. Uh, So we're going to close the show. Yeah. Woo. Uh, We can always use sponsors and shout outs and all that sorts of stuff. We got an advertising package. We trade for stuff to give away on our show to people. So Mm -hmm. uh, let us know if you're interested in advertising with us. Yes. We... Um, Patreon. We are on Patreon at patreon.com slash mares and black, or you can search model horse podcast or mares and black and you will find us. Come join us. Yes. We are on Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, or any other fine podcast provider. We are everywhere. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and someday Twitch. We will get a Twitch stream going. We will I would love to out. play Hades for you people because it's totally fun. It is totally fun. It's fun to watch too. <laughs> it is a game that's fun to watch. It's so smart ass. I love it. Yeah. And uh and we could do Mario Kart with people too. Mario like Kart. Jackbox games you should or play something. Breath of the Wild on there. It would be totally fun. We should actually at this point I feel like I should because I know Breath of the Wild so well. It might be more fun to wait until Breath of the Wild 2 comes out and oh, yeah. I know what's happening. Yeah. Because I know every inch of that map on High. Like I know breath, of the, like I know breath of the wild so well, it gives me an advantage of you uh, should. Of you know what you should do is start a new game and use it as a primer or something. I we could. It's just like 
It's an open world game. It's you. It, it, the 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 but, joy of Breath of the Wild for me, and for people who think they want to play it, is to play it because nobody has the same experience. Right, no but there's still like a, there's just, moments, just like open world on anything. There's a main storyline running through. Yeah, it. yeah, there there is, and there's arguments on Breath of the Wild is that you know playing other Zelda games they have a much stronger story, and that's a place you get people if. If people want to do Twitch and we play Breath of the Wild, will I say no to playing Breath of the Wild? Absolutely not. <laughs> 100% no. Um, it might be more fun because the way I play it now is very different than the way I play it when I started. Right. It might be more fun to be like, okay, we're at a decision point once we're past the tutorial. Where, what do we do? Where are we going? What do we? Yeah. Right. That might be more fun. Um, anyway, it's something we can discuss. Um, I need the weird owl thing needs to settle down before I can get into any kind of Twitch right. streaming schedule right now because we're off to Lancaster this weekend and then it's Dragon Con and then meh, meh, more owl, yeah. more everything, more owl. So that's the end of October. Uh, um, I am going to Ace of Spades in September, which is a horse show in Cheyenne. And nice. then we are having a Benish Fit show here in Denver for the community farm, which is Carol Von Michaels Farm, which does 4-H and lessons, is a nonprofit. So that's going to be uh, a lot of fun. We're going to have a side of it for open plastic showing, and then we're going to have the whole uh, another side of the hall dedicated to the 4-H kids and the youth that come mm -hmm. to the show. They'll have a show and some instructional stuff. So it's going to be. And super I may fun. or may not be coming. You that. should come. But I know it's, it's, it's going to be October. tough for you. <laughs> it's October 15th. It's going to be spoopy. I know. It's I, I got to look because I I know I'm going to New York City Comic Con, which yeah. is before that. Yeah. I don't know what's... Because that's the end of the tour. Weird Al's tour. Sure. And I know we have VIPs to the Kennedy Center and to Carnegie Hall, but I don't know where... Like, we're not at that point in the logistics planning yet. Dobby will so not I, be upset with Master. Dobby better not be upset with Master. Are there consequences? But I better get a sock for Christmas. <laughs> no, no, not happening. Uh, okay. Uh, all right, puppet. I'm gonna. All let right, you go. puppet. <laughs> we're out of here. I don't know what we're doing next show. I'll figure it out. Hopefully, some people right. will contact us about. Uh, and we we'll talked about the other about stuff Nan and Equilocity and some other stuff. So, yeah. love you guys. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. The Mares in Black Podcast. Created and hosted by Heather Malone and Jackie Rossi. Written by Heather Malone. Produced by Heather Malone, Jackie Rossi, and Joshua Wessner. Edited by Joshua Wessner. Engineered at Two Ton Studios. Fulfillment Enforcer, Jackie Rossi.